0: Yo, yo, this your boy, Mr. I Got Question. This is a two-part session. So the topic for today's podcast is why do people rush for marriage with divorce being an option in their back pocket? We'll get to that, though. The family want to say the mess for last. So we're we going to say that part for last but we also going to discuss the traditional wedding vows and what they truly mean and, and all that good stuff. So uh, let's do it. I'm going to read them in full first so that you can hear them. And then after that, I'm going to, we're going to take it piece by piece, not word by word. Or we'll be here all night. We, we can't do that. All right, so I'm gonna read them off. You can put your name wherever you want to put your name and put your significant other's name or your sneaky link link, name for the younger crowd, wherever you need to put it. You feel me? All right, it says, I blank take you blank for my lawful husband or wife to have and to hold. From this day forward, for better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness, and health, until death do us part. So let's break this down. We're going to go ahead and get the easy part out the way. And I'm going to say I blank take you blank for my lawful husband or wife. Um I think that just as bland as it needs to be. Two people getting married, you and one other person. So uh I ain't never seen it done any other way. Is it have you ever seen three? I don't think nobody ever seen three. Nothing nothing more than two, just one or some one and somebody else. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be funny. I just want to make sure I, I, I went to school before. Um and then y'all names go in there, right? So it's you and somebody else. It's very specific. You know, I want to make sure that's clear. All right, now that we done got through the through that part. Here go my favorite part that we're going to discuss. The next phrase of this is, I wish Millie could see me looking at her square in the Zoom. But the next phrase of this says, to have... And to hold. (laughs) Let me say that one more time. (laughs) I don't think you hear me. To have, (laughs) to you—you rolling with me? To have and to hold. So, uh, what I think that means (laughs) is that we belong to each other. Unfortunately. For a lot of the women that are, you know what I'm saying, and you don't own me. Uh, the way I understand mm-hmm. that, I I I had I hate to break it to you. We, we we there's some sense of ownership there. I we can bring out a dictionary, I can bring up Google. I have no problem. We can we can we can break this down. But uh anybody wanna put their thoughts on that, because y'all know I will go to Google in a minute. <laughs> No, no. I
1: think it makes sense. I think it's a valid point.
2: Yeah, I agree
1: with it.
3: Fully
0: agree. Uh, uh, M- Millie. M- Millie. I-, I-, I need you to come in on this because I know you want to go yes. against the grain, but we, we ready. Right, like say it, when
4: it comes to brain-
0: Millie. The
5: have and to hope. Uh, yeah i'm rolling you have me as your wife mm-hmm. you hold me
0: i ain't your no copy. this ain't no r&b song this ain't jojo <laughs> don't even go there this ain't that <laughs> no 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 god said <laughs> hey babe god said <laughs> to have and to hold <laughs> he said i can have you um <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I know he created Joe and his image and whatnot, but Joe wasn't singing R&B back when he was here. You feel me? And even for my wife, because she on the TikTok live, I hate to break this to you, baby, because I know she wanted them. You don't own me either. But uh, to have and to hold is just what the fuck it is. (laughs) We We belong to each other. I'm sorry, and I've even made TikToks about it. I personally believe there is no marriage without some sense of ownership. Because if so, if it's not, then you can't get mad if one or the other want to go do something that you don't particularly agree to. If I, if you don't own me, we can stay boyfriend and girlfriend. I mean, marriage is pretty ironclad here. I mean, it's in black and white. King Jamesburg. Uh, but uh, we're going to keep rolling. So the next part of this says to have and to hold from this day forward. So we don't want none of that old stuff. <laughs> it's me and you against the world. Going forward, you see, we had an impasse here. <laughs> to have and to hold from this day forward, meaning you are mine from this point in time. Full. Uh, anybody got any uh, sauce to sprinkle on that?
2: I agree with that. I think when you select a person to marry, that sets them above the rest, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And you're
2: making a commitment to that person. So I do agree with that.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, uh, hey, this this part of the the, the the podcast is gonna be a little a little a little quick here. Uh, I need a million. You know what I'm saying? Gonna kick in on this. You know. <laughs> All right. So they got commas in here, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna put them together for better and for worse. So here's my take on for better and for worse. When you get married, you are taking this person for who they are now and for what they could or will be going forward. So I might be at the top of my game, but I also might get a gambling addiction. Um, So if you're supposed to keep me for better or for worse, I've seen people divorce for less. So now I have a gambling addi- addiction. Does that mean you throw in the towel? Yep. No. You would throw I in the towel? So. Hold on. Wait a minute. I see Rita up there shaking her head. Yes. You would throw in the towel for a gambling addiction? That's exactly
6: what I'm going through right
0: now. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head. <laughs> and yes. I'm not laughing at you. It's your, it's your, it's the way you're saying it that's coming off a little funny to me, but the thing is, so with that being said, though, and I'm not telling you what to do, but hold on, my wife is saying, hey, and I want to make sure she recognizes "Um, hey, hey, my entire world, hey, babe, I don't want to, I don't want to smoke. Uh, (laughs) But I want to make sure I say this. Have you exhausted all options before you considered divorce?
6: After 32 years, yes. What
0: are those options?
6: We were separated. Then we got back together. Then we did a little bit of counseling, but he's still in denial that he's a gambler.
7: Um, you can't
2: that was my question
0: I can't get through to him the therapist can't get through to him when you said a little bit of therapy what's a little bit is it something where you get into it and you get frustrated because you just feel like you're hitting a brick wall or or yeah I
6: know I'm hitting a brick wall I've been hitting a brick wall for decades
8: hmm
6: And I feel stupid that I stayed 32 years, but I had kids and now I'm raising my grandkids. And
9: I got, I don't know.
0: So has the gambling, and again, I might, you can tell me to back off, you know what I mean? But has the gambling gotten to a point where you've lost everything or it's just a nuisance?
6: Nuisance, because we have separate bank accounts and I make more money than him, so he's not going to mess with my living or being able to live and provide. I got to
0: feel that it's more of a nuisance and not that you're out here eating Viena sausages day to day. Um, Well, the nuisance is a large, is a very big nuisance. (laughs) And I understand that clear. I understand that too. I, I, I really do. To
6: the point where he's cussing my grandchildren,
0: that's a problem. Okay, now you're cussing the kids. You, you, yeah. Okay baby what's up check the chat check the chat i saw her she said husband oh shit hold on Yeah.
5: Okay. So sometimes in relationships or marriages or whatever, when you go through things in the relationship, you know, you got to decide when is best for you to end the situation. And everybody end point is not the same you know if you feel that you know the constant situation with the gambling is a problem then the the grandchildren also like that you know that might be the end point for you but you feel that you've done everything you can you try counseling you try separation try to get back together if you've exhausted our options then that's what it is I had a friend actually go all the way through divorce remove themselves from each other's homes and uh i think two years ago they remarried um but they were divorced fully divorced separate homes everything had changed for three years prior to the remarriage two years ago but after divorcing they were able to you know, do the work on their own, do the work that they needed to do for themselves and then the same for the other. And that's how they were able to rekindle that relationship. And they were, they're still married now, but they're not the same people that they were during that relationship. They've learned a lot about themselves, but also about how to maintain a relationship. And that's not true for everybody. That's not the expectation for everybody, but everybody's relationship standards or what happens during a relationship is different.
0: All right, cool. No, well, sorry, Mifey was in a bit of a bit of a situation, but I'm back. So, again, I don't know what I missed. I heard Millie take over. I appreciate you. Um, if he's getting to the point where he's cussing the kids and whatnot and there's no light at the end of that tunnel, again, I can't tell you what to do, but it looks like you – you doing what you need to do. so I'm gonna go that route. and if you've done it for decades <laughs> it looks like you've been through worse and you tired of sitting in worse so i I, I understand that. but for the people I, you if, do you mind if I use you as an example though? I don't mind okay, I want to make sure I'm respectful there because what I'm going to say is, that's the type of dedication that it takes when you're sitting for worse. I know some people that, again, if they are not in a lifestyle that they are used to, it's for worse tend to be two days to them feel like two months. So they ready to throw in the mm-hmm. towel. So um, that's not sitting there telling somebody that you are in it for worse. Cause you're not just, we're going to call a spade a spade there. But that's the point I want to make. If you were really with somebody for better or for worse, when they get to the worst point, you need to show me without a side of a doubt, you try to stick it through before you threw in the towel. Um here go another one, especially for this day and age, because I know black women are, you know what I'm saying, out there doing their thing, uh, for richer and for poor. So <laughs> hey. <laughs> Again, I I do pretty good, but what if tomorrow I'm working at McDonald's? Is that going to be an issue?
1: I don't think so. You got to make it work.
0: Exactly. What if we stay in in a 4,000 square foot home and next thing you know, we got to have a hard conversation and we need to downgrade to a two bedroom apartment. I don't want my relationship to be based off our status financially or because of our job titles or anything like that so to me and even King James Version said it (laughs) for richer or for poorer so whether I'm flipping burgers or I'm owning a place that flip burgers it shouldn't matter to you if we are at this point and we are talking about marriage Anybody got something to say about that? Is that something? Because let's let's go deeper. Some people talk about it and they feel like, well, we're going to talk about his finances before we even get to this point. So are you really for rich or for poor if his finances was that big of a deal for you before y'all even considered marriage? Or was marriage a business deal for you? It
10: doesn't have to be Thank a bit you, of both. Sir.
0: Hold on. look like two people try to talk at the same time. That's what I know. Go ahead.
10: I'm sorry. Doesn't it have to be a bit of both? I mean, the idea is to find someone who's, quote unquote, equally yoked or, best case scenario, emotionally mature and hopefully financially responsible. So it's actually responsible of you to have that conversation prior to marriage, isn't it? But Mm
0: -hmm. does equally yoked Is it more of a spiritual and emotional type of sense or is that, or is people adding to it? Is it, is it one of those things where, okay, we equally yoked, are people stretching that phrase to, so to go, well, we need to be equally yoked on everything. Now it needs to be finances. Now there need to be assets. Now it need to be. So again, I mean, financial situations change. I mean, the pandemic has
3: showed us that. So it, I, I kind of feel like that's where that would pick up. Is like if I don't know if if you're with a stockbroker and the and I don't know the stock market crashes and and everything starts failing for them, are you gonna stick it through?
0: Or well the, well, the reason why I say that, and let me let me let me flip it a little bit so you can really understand what I'm what I'm trying to get to. There is, let me use me and my wife as example. My wife's gonna always make six figures. I'm never gonna hit it but i'm close but what i did was i put it on the table i'm like i'm never going to be where you're at and what happens if i take a pay cut and you see what i'm saying so we started out not being equally yo am i financially savvy yeah but so help me out that's what i know i see you what's up I'm speaking
10: from experience oh. and this yep. is the situation I found myself in. As fast as I brought it in the front door, the other person was taking out the back door. So yes, you try yes you have conversations mm-hmm. yes you have you get education yes you make plans so forth and so on business plans models yada 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 but as fast as you bring it in the front door, they take it out the back. At some point that became a major, major issue because I was breaking my back and I was sliding backwards the whole time. That's why I bring that point of view.
0: Oh, you had a problem with spending habits.
10: Not me personally. My oh, right, right. I, I, Trust yeah. me,
0: I, I, I've been around, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I might look a little young, but I, 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 I've seen and done and been through some shit. Um, so even with that being said, so let's let's go back a piece. So even though they were taking it, you were pulling it in the front door and they were taking it out the back, totally understand what you're going for with that. But to me, that goes back to the better or for worse, because it seems like the issue wasn't that you was making the money. The issue was where the money was going after you made it.
10: All right, let me get down to nitty gritty.
0: I'm ready. Come on. This is why I'm the host. So bad
10: to where the person knew no matter what I was going to go out there and get more, so they just stopped paying the bills. Mm
0: -hmm. So
10: now you have a trust issue. You see what I'm saying? So So it just snowballs.
0: So I get you. Now, before I go deeper with you, was this person working, or was they a stay-at-home mom, or a stay-at-home? So they were working. So again. This wasn't for a rich or for a poor. This is where this this particular scenario was for a better or worse. This person had an issue because they knew what type of man you was. They knew you was gonna go and bring that money in, regardless of the fact you'd be damned if you come home and stuff ain't in order. That that's that's how we are made, that's how we do things. Mm-hmm. So the for worse came in is oh, my husband got me. I know what kind of man I got. He gonna make sure all this shit is in order. Oh, there's something I want. That's for worse. So I know that's what you're going through, but did you already leave this situation?
10: Oh, yeah. It snowballed so big, I had no choice.
0: All right. So I'm going to give you the same question I gave Ms. Rita, though. What resources did you take before you pull the plug on that, if you don't mind me asking. Or we can back so, off.
10: That was the conversation, the beginning part. We did the whole financially literary educational things. We had the conversations. We did the prayer. We did the spiritual advice. We did what we were, quote, unquote, able to do in that moment. Or what the other person was willing to do in that moment. Unfortunately, hey, nothing really changed. For how long? Oh hell, that was years.
0: Okay, okay. Also, I want to make sure I throw out here. This might be a little bit of a tangent, and I hate to say it because again, I've been I've been through some shit. Um, did you ever allow this person to drown, even though you're their partner? And what I mean by that is, yeah, you're bringing it in. You want to make sure your household is straight, but this person made it feel like made you feel like they can't do nothing unless you brought it in the door. So did you ever sit down and kick your legs up and be like, we're just going to see where the chips fall?
10: So you're on the right path, and I could not allow them to drown enough within the relationship. However, after the relationship and, you know, conversations down the road, once they did drown and hit rock bottom, they finally understood.
0: But now they understood without you, though. Mm
10: -hmm. But pain is a good motivator.
0: But at this point... And usually, I'm just going to say usually, but roll with me, because usually once you sever, there's no reconciliation after that. Once you kill the marriage, it's done,
10: right? Oh, correct. Yeah. Yeah. You could put Humpty Dumpty back together. No.
0: All right. So do you think that could have been salvageable had you done that? No? Nah, nah. All right, when I but say years,
10: I mean years.
0: Everybody's threshold is different, and I get that too. So again, to your expectations and to your standards you' you you think you've upheld the for worse part of this. Yeah,
10: I gotta in that bit. situation at that time, I did. Okay, but that brings us back to a I... circle. Do you have the financial responsibility conversation prior?
0: Financial responsibility? And what you bring to the table are two different conversations. And I think, oh, you no, no. Should, I think you should have a financial responsibility conversation before. Whatever. Uh, Brittany, luck. You want to say something?
2: Yeah, I just wanted to know um, what are you supposed to do when a person is clearly taken advantage, even with you talking about, you know, feeling taken advantage of and, the person isn't struggling. Maybe they make more money than you. And I'm speaking from my own experience um, and are just taking advantage. I mean, I don't think it's a threshold thing. I don't think it's a conversation thing. I think it's just sometimes, you know, there are people that have a problem taking advantage of other people. So when you happen to be married to a person like that, do you okay. feel like you're giving up in marriage or do you feel like there are other things you should be doing?
0: Okay, this is why this is a learning platform because me trying to think on the spot, I don't really think I have an answer for that because I'm so traditional. And this is my, probably my own internal flaw because I'm so traditional when it comes to my partner's flaws. I'm going to sit here until we out on the street or I'm going to sit here until I have nothing in the bank. You know what I mean? I'm just that type of dude. Um, So with that one, I'm going to refer to the people that's here do anybody have input as to how to handle that type of situation
2: yeah because to me I have felt like throwing in the towel but in a traditional sense like you're saying I feel like that is kind of giving up but at the same time like how long do you let that kind of thing go on
0: and that's, that's one of the answers I'm trying to get out of this but at the end of the day though when we finish this you will see why i'm kind of not trying to look for that answer so to speak and you'll understand me as we get further on down but i don't i don't know it's just one of those things where like i said because i'm a traditionalist and technically you're only supposed to get married once is one of those things where I, i i don't i don't i I don't think there's a black or black and white answer as to how long you should sit and let something linger. You know what I mean? You got two people on here now are saying they don't went through some bullshit for years and it never got corrected. So they did what they had to do for themselves or they will be living in a hell that they don't want to live in f- for more time to come. And I understand that. I really do.
2: Yeah, um, I'm glad we're having this conversation because I constantly find myself kind of between enough is enough and am i trying hard enough what else can i do to make this work so
0: thank you the only thing i'm i'm surprised is i hear a lot of i don't hear anybody saying shoot once we hit this point it's a wrap i'm hearing some fighters on here and that gives me a little hope (laughs) all right so
10: it gets more convoluted and complex depending upon whether you have children involved also
0: oh yeah so like you said a lot of people stay in marriage for the children
10: (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. So like you said, you'll sit there until you're out on the streets. You feel that way. Most people feel that way when they don't have small children involved.
0: My experience, my mom did that. My mom did that. I know some other people that did that. I can't speak on a different area, but you know what I'm saying, brother, ain't trying to be in no trouble. But yeah, I I totally get where you're going with that.
2: That's a really good point, too, because I also watched my mom something that was so bad i mean physically abusive emotionally verbally just
0: mm-hmm.
2: total opposite of what you know to be right let's, and she stayed in for the kids let's touch on that because my a-
0: mom was in some physical abuse so if we take a step back for better or for worse now that's a whole nother threshold that's a whole nother scenario how long is i'm supposed to sit there and be like you know what i mean you don't condone physical abuse at all so that's like mm-hmm. a null and void you out so, but see me, I struggle with that, like no offense. And I, if my wife's watching, Lord forbid, I don't want her to do this, but no offense. If my, if my wife turned out to be abusive, I'm the type that I would sit here and deal with it. Because for one, if I married her and that didn't come out, either I didn't see the red flags or I waited too late. So I don't want to enmesh with her so much that the second she shows me that red flag, I'm like, shit, it's rap. I'm out of here. Because of what he wrote, if I'm believing in this, I, I got to fight to some degree. I feel like it's owed to her. Because if not, I'm stripping half of her life away. You see what I'm saying? I feel like marriage, and it's just me, I feel like marriage is, it takes two. It didn't take one. So if we both were getting to a point of marriage, we get here and your abusive side didn't show up till years later, I can't pull the plug on you because we done had a three-week spat and you done knocked my kufi off a couple of times. Now, I'm a man and I know that's different and I get it because I know if it was the other way around, women I'm like, ain't, ain't nobody gonna put their I know if I put my hands on my wife, it's over the second I do it. Like, <laughs> we, we guys we're gone. Yep. We, these papers and ink dry, it's over. But I get it. I get it. Again, I'm just I'm very traditional when it comes to whatever or i don't
5: like that you even said that i just want to be very honest with you i don't even like you that you said that because gender should not dictate whether or not that you sit in a situation like that once (laughs) as a a person who has been in a toxic relationship and i have had my the 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 person put their hands on me regardless of gender i do not feel like you should have to maintain somebody putting their hands on you that is a big issue and (laughs) even worse if you all decide to work that out or whatever at that moment, in that moment, y'all need to separate because you got some issues that you need to work out and we we can't do that if we here. So, and there were... But there they, were red flags or things that went on prior to that were addressed or we didn't pay attention to or we didn't see. Or what happens is, especially in the cycle of domestic violence, like it is legit a cycle, but that is a big deal. And so me being who I am, I really, you know, Stanley, we cool. But mm-hmm. regardless to gender, because I got brothers mm-hmm. and, and I want a one and I want a girl to touch one of them.
0: We got problems. But see, this is why yeah. I, I do this, because I you know, I'm gonna go against the grain. So it's one of those things where, but what, and again, we've had this kind of conversation earlier. So what do we do about accountability on the front end? Because at the end of the day, if we belong to each other, we are ac- accountable for each other and whatnot. You don't feel like there's some sense of, what's the word I'm looking for? It's It's like, there's some due diligence there uh, to some degree. It may not be to a place where you'd be like, we need to sit in this marriage and whatnot. But at the end of the day, if you've gotten to the point where you're getting ready to marry somebody and that's never reared its ugly head, and when it finally do, you like, oh, oh, it's a wrap. Like, there's nothing old to that situation at all.
5: So let me explain it to you this way. And it's not that it didn't. Show up, but maybe I didn't see it. I wasn't paying attention to it. I'm blindsided by my love and affection that I'm I'm receiving that I have never seen before. Or it's also that, you know, this is um, a situation where it's a behavior or something that I I I've seen and I've grown to understand and to accept because my mama experienced it, my daddy experienced, not in my case, but I'm just saying. So then I, when this happens to me, I don't shut it down and I don't decide that this is not acceptable, but also you not having self-esteem or, you know, putting your priority of yourself first to where you are willing to walk away from a situation because you want this relationship to last, or you have this expectation for you all to be able to work it out when you got to understand that the wrong hit one time could lead to death. That is a lot that you are gambling with. That's, that's gambling right there. That's Russian roulette right there. That is not something that I would ever say is acceptable for anybody.
3: And I'm going to agree with, with, with Millie on that one. And, And just, just add you know if me and my husband for example we've known each other 20 years and been married since 2015 if he just he has not been abusive this entire time but if he started if he just decided to start being abusive like today that in my eyes I kind of feel like you're you're not who I marry anymore and people change i'm 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 just saying like at, at that point like i'm not i'm not going to subject myself to to the abuse because like Millie said like abuse can lead to death and i'm not that's not on the table like i'm not i'm not going to subject myself to, it, it is till death do us part but i'm it's not like death by your hand
0: you I know well, one of my situations was I've been hit before and it was a one time thing. And then after that it went it went for years later. So everybody's situation is different and it only happened one time. But now again it happened the one time. We, we worked through it. We got through it and it is what it is. Never happened again. So Can we What's up?
2: Sometimes we what marry go? the wrong person too that might not show who they really are until they get comfortable. Because I've seen people manipulate and not and kind of hold back on some real things until they feel like they got you, until they feel like you're stuck. Mm-hmm. And that's partially my situation. And so I do definitely agree with what you were saying, Millie, because I think there should be red flags, but sometimes people know enough about themselves, be it through previous relationships or just, you know, other people telling them. To where they know how to conceal that <laughs> until they feel like they got you stuck. And then the real comes out. And then for me, it's like, okay, is there something we could work through? Or were we not equally yoked, like you guys were talking about? Maybe I made a mistake. Maybe I ignored some things that should have stopped me in my tracks, like you were saying, Millie. Maybe I just made a mistake, you know, and that's where I'm at. Sometimes and we guys know to
3: remember that. Is whenever somebody turns out to be not who, who they presented themselves as you can actually get your your marriage void not necessarily divorce but like no and void.
0: so it looks like so it looks like the consensus on physical abuse that that's dumb the second question it looks like
11: <laughs> but no,
5: this said, we've it's, talked it's, about but, Maybe that person only put their hands on you one time, but then there's mental abuse. There's financial there abuse. You know, there is other forms of abuse that, because it's not physical abuse, you don't feel as, you know, impactful as it really is. And this is something that a lot of people experience. Like I remember working um at the facility, and me the girl telling me about the situation, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's problematic. You know, you. But I've even worked with guys where they were in abusive relationships, but they didn't see it that way because they saw it on a regular basis. And so when I'm telling them, like, you know, being talked to in that manner, being degraded in that manner is unacceptable and you are worth more and you should be able to be treated better, then that is an issue Um, But this is why I say that these things need to be talked about more often in public, um, so we can have these conversations to bring knowledge to these, um, because, like I said, it it, it could just have been, you know, the conversation, you talking slick out the side of your neck, and then you only put your hands on me once, but I, I've been stuck in the house and isolated for years. I don't have access to my family and my friends. You only allow, you only pay for just the bills. I'm not able to be able to do what I want to do or spend money how I want to. There are other aspects in, in the, of abuse that we don't talk about that are not seen that way.
10: So we yeah. hit on mental abuse, physical abuse, financial irresponsibility, and trust issues and lying. So if you go up one level, do you believe in the concept of a deal breaker? What is your deal breaker for your marriage and or relationship?
1: Trust and lies. Once the trust mm-hmm. is broken, what's left?
0: I believe in that. If you break that Me trust- too. I can't. Because it's like, it's like crumbling up paper. You can, try to, you can try to smooth it back out, but it's not- it ain't that same mm-hmm. that it was, you know what I'm saying? Let me take that they trust. it's a wrap? Now, see me because I, I I pride myself in riding a little harder than most people, but believe it or not, physical abuse abuse is a deal breaker for me. But it gotta be for me, and again, I'm just speaking for me. Um, it has to be. I wouldn't say consistent. But like repetitive repetitive enough to go, okay. Now you're not trying to change. Like you know, what you I mean? haven't learned right. You gotta show me something just yeah. because you that's because you, again, you watch the everybody watch the Tyler Perry sitcom. Y'all seen them where old chicken getting her feelings to go, why you do that to me? And slap shit out, dude. Technically, that's physical abuse, whether he deserved it or not, because you know yeah. man, you do whatever. So whether he deserved it or not, technically what y'all saying is it's a rap. I see that differently. I see that as I either did I did something to you to make you react. You, you
5: missed it. So if you did something that made me react with physical altercation, the break should have been with what you did. So it should have already been over.
7: But even so Especially if it's making you feel like
5: you want to hit them. Stick,
0: yeah. But stick with me, though. I, I mean, I'm rolling with you on this. I hear you. But, uh, I <laughs> you got I, I want to stick in the same vein of physical abuse, though. So if I just got slapped, whether I deserved it or not, maybe it would be something stupid. Like, again, people got their own thresholds, like we said. So what I probably would have done to deserve that slap, you might have thought, like, it wasn't that, it wasn't that deep. But, but I got my ass that, slapped. You
12: want know, so, to put your hands on somebody, regardless
0: yeah, if it's 20 dumb 20. or not, you feel like you deserve it. You see what I'm saying? So, again, from what I'm hearing, physical abuse is... It's never I mean, okay. look, at all, look at how many... And I'm not saying they in a the relationship, but rowing. look at how many angles they got for that whole Will Smith thing. <laughs> There's a million and one angles for that. So I'm like, again, for me, you got to show me that you either learning or you're not. Once for that's my threshold, if I see that you ain't learned from your mistakes and we still keep hitting this brick wall, when you got people on here going decades with gambling and stuff like that, then that's where I'm like, yeah, I tried. Because what I don't want to do is get to the pearly gates and he like, you didn't try hard enough for what I gave you. You see what I'm saying? And that's my fear.
10: So what you said, Kenneth. Can I analyze what you said for a second?
0: Go ahead, roll with it. You
10: said you committed a offense or you did something and the person's reaction was to put hands on you. Mm -hmm. So you're responsible for what you did Mm -hmm. and they are responsible for acting out and hitting you. But Mm -hmm. on the back end, you took responsibility and gave them a way out. You made an excuse for them and said, hey, I deserved it or maybe I deserved it. That's a problem. You're building in an excuse for the abuse.
0: So let me ask you this. This is, this is hey, I, I'm gonna go against the grain on the whole. Uh, so do you, so let me ask you this. Do you think there's ever a situation that a man can put himself in where, where he can get slapped by a woman and he don't deserve it? And I'm sorry, and I've listened to a bunch of females. I've listened to my wife talk to her friends on some of these BS sitcoms that she be watching. Where a dude to get the taste slapped out of his mouth, and they be like, "Girl, you should have been treating her like that." That's what a little ass get. So again, it's one of those things where, like,
10: hey, hey, look, hey, if if but I would, didn't put my hands my on podcast, you, if
0: I didn't go against the grain, this should have be fifty. But
10: look, here is your answer: if I didn't put my hands on you, or I didn't spit on you, don't put your hands on me.
12: And I agree with words, words and
10: actions. Words and actions
5: that's apples and oranges like you you really are like i just i i'm i'm sorry and i definitely have to disagree with that because if my issue is that you did something behavioral wise and that's an issue then it's a problem so we got to do something different but if the i, I can't it doesn't uh, it doesn't it doesn't give me the opportunity to put my hands on like putting the hands on exactly. somebody. You know, if i felt like i was disrespected because you cheated on me or you know you was flirting with some girl or whatever that case may be i either need to walk away or i need to walk away
0: well, say how my, no how my, i get it I, i'm not saying that i don't i just know and again this is I talk about those that, those areas that people don't like to touch on. So it's just one of those things where I honestly feel. Let's 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 not get cheating. For example, let's say. Yeah, you can still hop in somebody if somebody on uh, TikTok Live can help funny. Oh, no.
12: My parents told my, I always told my hey, brothers, man. if you got to put your hands on a female then you don't need to be with her. Simple as that.
0: but, but got
12: to put your hands on somebody and hey, you don't hold need up. To be with that see,
0: Now let's go back to what Millie don't like because I don't condone a man putting his hands on a woman at all. Like that's to me, I don't I don't even care if your girl is a bodybuilder. If you put your hands on a female, y'all need to sign the papers for the ink drive. But like I said, that's just like let's say me and my wife is down to our last, and I and I lose her more, lose our mortgage. You know how much our mortgage is. If she hauled off and slapped me out of anger or whatever, I'm not going. I'm not going to go at her like I would go. Like I think a man should go at. That's That's just if you me.
5: Lost the mortgage. How is her slapping you going to better the situation?
0: Look here. Look here. It, we got babies. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, again, now this is old backwood country person saying things, but I, I just I look at it differently. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Pretty much what I'm trying to say. I'm not gonna throw my marriage in the air for a one time thing.
6: But you have
0: the advantage of being a fan. Exactly.
5: Well, hold on. We just said you got slept for a reason. So you may need the relationship because you got I, I just lo- I just lost the mortgage. No. But I that's what slapped I'm slapped saying. Last last you. you messed You'll up. So you staying is to your
0: benefit. Women well, don't have that advantage. I can see that too, but then we clouding we clouding the point, and the point is the uh, physical abuse. So I'm trying to say. I personally, if it's a because one-time thing, I'm not it. gonna throw my I'm not gonna throw my I'm not gonna throw my marriage up in the air for anything. It can be emotional abuse, physical abuse, whatever abuse. If it's a one-time thing, I'm not throwing my marriage in the air. I'm just not.
6: So is it okay if you come home and she's slapping on the children?
8: Woo. Woo.
6: Somebody that uses physical violence Woo. is might do it to a child i don't know i'm just saying <laughs> and you're a man you can take a slap from a woman I, if you slapped me i can't take that exactly but you also I gotta can't. remember
5: stanley you got daughters how would you feel if your daughters see you getting hit and they let their boyfriend hit them because they think this is acceptable
0: oh. i had to, i had to, uh Stop myself for TikTok reason. <laughs> but I'm being honest with you, because literally. Hey, you're ban me on that. I mean, I get it. I get it. I, I. But for me, it's it's very situational. Because again, if it wasn't, I wouldn't be already divorced myself and in my second marriage. So, I'm not saying that my way is perfect. All I'm saying is, depending on the situation, and if it's not as clean cut. As the way I think it needs to be, I'm the type. I'm not going to end my marriage for a one time thing. Now again, if it's somewhere like Rita and my boy, that's what you know where you going through some shit for quite some time. Now I'm not taking no physical abuse for no years. Kiss my ass on that. Uh, but if we talking a couple of weeks or a couple of months, and you still knocking me upside the head? Then of course, let's go to eight hundred and let's finish this. Like for people that don't, what know, about 800? neglect?
2: What about neglect?
0: Mm-hmm. In what sense? Like, like neglect responsibilities
2: personal- or just like just like abandonment emotionally, physically, all that. Like I'm here, but I'm not here.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now again, I-, I talk about all angles. So I feel like in a marriage that comes in waves anyway, and people gonna be like, what the hell? fuck all that. I feel like in a marriage you're going to come in waves where y'all are going to be disconnected. In a marriage, you're not going to be in love or love your partner all the time. As much as I love my wife, dirty draw, there are sometimes I'll be like, Jay,
4: you don't get the fuck.
0: And I go through that phase. So again, then there's a level of patience that need to come with that. In marriage, you're going to fall in and out of love. Ain't that a song? He he had a one hit wonder, but I'm pretty sure that's a song, but it's one of those things but where one them, that's just what it is. So it is. with neglect, that's
8: that's,
0: that's, 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 that's come again, that comes to a threshold question. How long you going to go with that before you say a conversation is warranted before you start throwing up divorce? Like, I think the word divorce shouldn't even be brought up in a marriage. I think that plants a
1: seed.
8: I think that plants a seed.
1: Well, what happens when you have well, a spouse happens- that brings it up in the middle, middle of an argument? Like an argument. like like it's just said out of anger. It's just said out
11: of anger. Can I speak? Go
10: ahead.
3: Go ahead.
11: So I've been kind of listening to uh, everything that's been said and a lot of the stuff that's being asked as far as the situations are going, I feel that Everybody's threshold, everybody's um, level of taking, you know, taking situations to heart is different. So, you know, uh, you're we're never going to get never going to get an answer out of these questions that everybody will 100 percent agree with, because, you know, one person might think that one hit was warranted or it was okay, to where another person might say that if you hit me one time, you know, I I don't wanna see if there's a second time, Um, you know, uh, if you have a gambling problem and, you know, you you lost the rent money or you lost the mortgage one time, I don't wanna see you lose it a second time, Uh, you know, so it's like with each situation, depending on the person, that's going to depend on uh, the outcome. Um, I know for me personally in our marriage, um Mill had a lot of patience with me because I never had a relationship to where I actually had to learn how to talk to a woman. Hey, hey, hey. To hey. where it was just it was it was communicating. I would say stuff to women. And I would, I would, I would voice my opinion or I would give a statement, but I didn't really give a damn if you cared about it or not. So, um, you know, with me, um, I was very blunt. So if I didn't like what you said, you're going to know it. If I didn't like what you did, you're going to know it. Mm -hmm. If, um, you know, I don't give a fuck if you care about it or not. Um, you you know, like that's how my mom is. That's how she raised us. Uh, that's how my grandmother was. You know, no filter. Mm-hmm. When I got with me, you know, she was like, "That's not okay." No, I,
0: still, I got Mickey. She told me that too. <laughs> that ain't so, it.
11: um, you know, it took a while, and luckily, you know, she had patience with. Right, you know, luckily she had patience with me to where um I learned how to communicate with her. Uh, so you know, everybody's, everybody's. Situation is going to be different to so where we can't really, you know, give advice to certain things because it's like my threshold ain't your
8: threshold.
11: Mm-hmm. Come yeah. You know what, Rob?
2: The, the main girl, thing from your message, thing message thing was, was compromise. Was and I compromise. think, and I think if that were the common theme in marriages or if everybody everybody got that at some point, point, we wouldn't be having these problems. And I think that's what I'm trying to get my husband to understand too, is like, we can't only consider what you want. It's a marriage. When you ask me to be your other half, we have to meet in the middle, whether it's something I want, whether it's something you want, like we have to meet each other in the middle. So I think even though you're saying like there's not one answer, I think from what you just said, the main thing is compromise. And I love that you I think said what you said because i think that's a conversation,
11: that's that's a conversation that people need to have we need to like compromise. we need to compromise yeah i mean we you know I I, me and me um it's lopsided on certain things um but it's not to the point where i think either one of us was ready to throw in the towel um we have been at that point to where you know I don't know if she wants me to say it or not, but we have been to that point to where um, we did fill out the papers. And, you know, um, I remember I went to Kenwood Mall to fill mine out or my half of it or whatever. And then I had to take it back to her. Um, And, you know, we had to have that discussion on. is this really what we wanted. I didn't want it. but i understood that my actions my actions were i guess detrimental enough to where she was ready to to let it go so then i had to have a heart to heart with myself and call myself out on my bs like is this what you're doing really worth losing the person who you, you know, have been and still is head over heels for. So, um, you know, it, I think if a person in any situation, until a person can actually look and see or value the person to the point where they have to realize that their BS is going to cause them to lose out on something great they're gonna keep doing the same bullshit. And I really think that to a certain extent, if the person knows and is not ignorant to the fact of what you have told them and you've telling them, like, listen, you know, I don't like how this is going. If you don't stop this, this is gonna happen. If they're fully aware of that and they still continue to do the same exact thing, I don't think that they value you or value your presence enough i think they're still being selfish um Mill has told me a lot of times that you know the way we parent our 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 children are two different or night and day
8: Yeah.
11: and you know i'm i'm i am you know i'm a disciplinarian um my mom you know my mom raised three boys and one girl um i'm six five my brother is seven two um my mom, you know, before she got, yeah, before, uh, <laughs> before my, before my mom got osteo, my mom was maybe six one, but you know what I'm saying? Like now she's like around five, oh, oh, you know, five eleven six foot type of thing. But, um, when, by the time I was 13, I was taller than my mother. I weighed my mother, uh, by my, by the time my little brother was, um, I think like ten or eleven. He was taller than her, but he was a he was a string bang. So my mother ruled with an iron fist. If she said something, you didn't do it. You got hands put on you. Um, my mother is from the '60s, so she has a ring or two rings on every finger. Them rings didn't come off when them fists are flying.
8: You know what I'm saying? Like
11: she didn't take her rings off and grab the Vaseline and take the earrings out like how, you know, the hood chicks do. No, whatever my mama had on or whatever she had around her, she was an urban ninja. My mom could use anything as a weapon. So that's how I'm brought up. That's how I choose to parent because I'm not addicted to drugs. Uh, I don't have a, a, a drinking problem. Uh, I don't have, you know, uh, 17 kids with, you know, with 19 baby mamas. Like, uh, I, you know, I'm a well-rounded individual in my sense. Like everybody that knows me, they want me to be around them because I don't come with the bullshit. But Mill on the other hand, is more of a nurturing. So a nurturing person, she wants to understand why they did what they did. She wants to understand why they the actions that they uh, that they did so they can understand why it was bad, why we feel it was bad so then they might not make the same choice again so I'm just like, where the fuck is my belt at?
0: Yep. I'm so
11: you know, because <laughs> of our di- two different parenting um aspects, she's told me like you're being a little bit too hard on the kids, I'm going to need you to dial that down or you can get the fuck out. Yeah, I've
0: been told the same thing. I've been told the same thing. Now, so now,
11: now, you know, now I've been talking well, to them more, giving more lectures, being on some, heat, you know, Heathcliff Huxables type of shit to where I now that. I'm trying to trick, mind trick you into realizing why the hell I'm so pissed off at you. Instead, as soon as you do something wrong, it's rock. I'm sorry. Because I value my wife's presence and I value her being in my life more than trying to get the kids to obey me.
0: Me and my wife, we had to come to the I had to do the three strikes you out rule. That was the, that mm-hmm. would help me. I'm like, you like to do all that talking and that time out? You know, no, no no right to my Caucasian persuasions that's on, but I'm like, I'm not doing that white people shit. White people <laughs> right. I'm going to say this right. thing to you twice. On the third one, I'm not. There's no that. McDonald's for you today. I'm, I'm, I'm taking you out. I'm taking you out but we need to keep going. But I also want to make sure I touch on something you said. You said patience. You said, um, and uh um, this, this is sort of go hand in hand with the whole threshold um, of conversation hold on feel some of that feedback but this also go hand in hand with some of that threshold stuff we were talking about and if you heard my wife speak on a different podcast session she said we've been together three years and she just now coming around to some of the things that she felt like was right for her to do in our relationship so as you see my patience and my level of grace and what i'm willing to endure or take on for my wife can span over three years before it actually gets to where I needed to be. So that's the whole point I'm trying to make as I start pushing on people. Like, are you sure you exhausted all options? Are you sure? Because what I don't want to do and what I keep seeing in some of these marriage groups is the second we get to a hard spot, I'm out. You see what I'm saying? That's not how it's supposed to be. Now, again, your threshold might be different. You might be like, man, fuck that. I'm not doing it. I get that. Go ahead, QQ. I see your hand raised. And I'm going to move on to the next part of the vow. Go ahead. Okay. I
13: didn't mean to raise my hand. I'm um, no I I talking about down.
0: quiet queen. I called her QQ.
13: Oh, my name is also Q. I'm sorry.
9: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my whole thing about it. I am the natural. I am the one that wants to know, why'd you do it? Why'd you? My husband is the. I don't care why you did it, you did it, it was wrong, it foregone. I'm not hearing it, but it's a fine balance because when I turn around and I'll be like, They're not listening to me, he's looking at me like, Let me tell you why they're not listening to you. Mm-hmm. This is why they 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 treat you different. You, you know, they automatically, when when they say, When he say jump to, they jump into, and I'm calling him like yo, the trash wasn't taken out. He was like, okay, let me make a phone call. And I'm like, I'm standing in his face.
0: Now, it's see, a- I to get some humor to that. I can't I can't stand that for the simple fact also women use that to their advantage. And I think you were just hitting on it because my wife is the same way. She's the talker. She's the, well, what's wrong? Kid hollering at the top of their lungs. She asking them what's wrong like 40 times. And I'm like, if you don't tell them to sit their little selves down, and she hates when I do that. But when she tired and she got a headache, babe, can you do that thing you do so they can sit down so they can listen? No, do it your way. Read them a book.
8: Mm-hmm.
0: And pull out hooked on phonics. You see. What? So my thing is, I don't like that double standard or whatever you want to call that in a relationship either. Don't call on me when you like when you need it, but any other time we argue on like cats and dogs because you don't like it. So I. I don't I don't like that, but I do it anyway to show her like, yeah, so you need my parents in any damn way. That's my way of getting my little point across. The
9: offset to that is when they need that talk to, when mm-hmm. they need, when we need to understand my children, now mind you, I'm saying children, but mine run 28, 24, and 16 at this point. Mm-hmm. So when they need that talk to the when they need to, when we need to figure out exactly what's going on in your world. That's where I have to come in where he like, babe, it, it's time to sit down with it because I don't push and it ain't work. So it is like, again, it is a very fine, fine-tuned balance. And I, I am the ultimate of, uh, mm-hmm. before we got married, the day we were standing up there, I walked up there and the first thing I looked at, there is no walk through that. Are you? And now it was a wrap, and it's been a wrap. We can talk about it. We can we can choose not to talk
7: about it. We can walk away from each other and breathe. We can do a lot of things, but we.
0: is it. Right. Watch out! All right, let's put it back on its tracks. <laughs> um. So the next part of the vows is for sickness and health. I think that goes without saying. If your partner come home with a limb missing, you can't go and sign divorce papers. So, so that even goes for some of your basketball wives. So if he can't shoot that perfect J no more, so that you keep carrying your Louis Vuitton, you can't get pissed off and go sign divorce papers, because now you don't got degraded to coach. That, that's just what it is. <laughs> And also shall t- death do us part.
5: Okay.
0: That goes without saying too. So,
5: somebody got uh, their hand raised.
0: Uh peace and prosperity. Go ahead. Can you all hear me? Yeah. Hey, somebody got hey, I some hold on. Yeah, they do. <laughs> there we go. All right.
14: So I have a question about that.
0: Okay, I'm ready. Not
14: married as of yet um but with my potentially soon-to-be husband we both now we both have health issues and i take great well i take a decent amount of care of myself and he has health issues and i was aware of him when we came into this relationship Mm -hmm. but what is transpiring is that i am continuing my handlement of my health and in a I call a good place, but he is consistent with not wanting to, and it is causing situations where diet um, diet, and stress are two of the biggest um, triggers for him to have an episode. Um, I have my own business where I actually could help him with that because I specifically cater to people who have dietary restrictions or anything like that to make food good and all those different things. And I understand that he's his own person, but when it's putting the strain on the relationship per se, and then the children and work and things like that, it's like, okay, looking at, okay, say if we potentially, you know, say we took the vows and I'm aware that he is doing that and he is aware that he's doing that, but his motto about the whole situation is, well, you should just basically
0: pray for me. It sounds like you are at an impasse. And the reason why I say that now is technically you're in a good spot. So you are before the nuptials. So usually where we say, okay, you need to have this conversation before you get married, you are already in the midst of it. So unfortunately (laughs) for him, you are at a place where you need to make a decision. Is is this something you want to have to deal with in your marriage? Because you got to also understand what you're signing up for. So, if you know this about him and you know his trend on his own health, you are, you are purposely signing up for it. So, this is another, I'm glad, and this is not the pick on you. I'm not this kind of, I'm not that kind of dude, but it's one of those things where some people sign up for some bullshit. And because once they signed up and the bullshit didn't stop, then it's, well, you had potential. I thought things were going to get better, and they didn't get better. And now I want out. You can't at that point. You can't put that on him. Yeah, may, I would just want to
3: add: marriage isn't a fix-all. It doesn't make people act right. It doesn't make them change. It doesn't inspire them to change. It it, it just doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. So I, I I completely agree with Stanley on on that part. Yep so I just just you I agree
5: as well especially because this is transpiring before the relationship so you have the opportunity to communicate what the expectations are how can we work through this what are, is it that you're willing to change or what am I willing to do so that we can meet somewhere in the middle but if there is not going to be a change or if you're not willing to put forth any effort so that you are here in part of this relationship in an active participation then we ain't even got to do this and I know that sounds harsh. I really want you to understand um, that it's, it's more than that because a marriage is a lot of work and it takes a lot of effort, not just on your port board collectively to work together, to be able to maintain a stable relationship, to be able to maintain that marriage. And then you also got to think, um, let's say there's kids involved. You have children. Who wants to have to take care of kids by themselves because you're not doing what you could have done to take care of yourself? Who wants to have to explain to their child that their father is no longer here or their stepfather is no longer here because he didn't do what he should have done. Y'all know what? That's why I'm going to take my medicine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But I want to make sure I reiterate that because I feel like that's a good point that I made earlier. And that's some people know the BS they signing up for before they get into it. And then they start having all types of excuses and whatnot as to why they don't want to be even heck and I'm not like I said I'm not perfect my, I got my share of bullshit that I carried into my marriage just like my wife does but neither one of us can sit here and look at each other and be like that should have stopped by now like no no you, I would drop the bomb, but I got tiktok on but it's like brother you knew that about me before I ended into this don't act brand new like you know what I'm saying just like there's some things about my wife like I know she loves purses and shoes And as much as I used to holler at her about wasting money on purses and shoes, I know damn well that ain't gonna change overnight. She got over 200 pair and all of that and still buying shoes to this day, it ain't finna stop. So it's one of those things I I signed up for that ride, which goes to the end of this is until death do us part. So if I know all of that shit and I signed up for it, unfortunately, if I'm a real believer, I'm in this for the fucking long haul, you know what I mean? So you can't just, again, and that goes for anybody, you can't sign up for it and then want the easy pass out of it. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like divorce is the easy answer for a lot of people that don't think things are going the way they need to be going. So, which is a good segue into the second part of this. Now that everybody oiled up and whatnot, So the topic is, why do people get married but have the option of a divorce in their back pocket? Now, what I've seen, I've been in a bunch of marriage groups. I got out of them because they got a little bit more out of hand than I thought they would have. But I've been in a bunch of marriage groups and believe it or not, from what I've seen, women, Will pull the plug quicker on a marriage than men, from what I've seen. Um, now I ain't go out and do no research and all of that. But from what I've seen, women will pull the plug on a on a on a marriage quicker than a man. And their thresholds were different. Their what they were willing to accept was different. And I'm like, damn, like why are
15: these women
0: want marriage? But yet the second something ain't right, they willing to they wouldn't have castrated a boy. You know what I'm saying? So for me, and again, I'm probably the wrong person to argue this, but with my traditional self, I don't. There's some things, like I said, when you've exhausted all options, when you've done things you needed to do, okay, cool. I get it. Everybody's thresholds and what they will accept is different. But for me, I don't even tell my wife divorce, I don't even tell her we're gonna break up. I don't tell her we're going to take a break. None of that. Literally one time we got so we got into a heated argument, and I told her, I'm gonna get an extended stay, stay there for about a week until you calm your ass down, and I'll bring my ass back to the house because that's just how I am. I'm not divorcing in my vocabulary. Oh, uh, I think somebody asked a question too earlier, what if somebody was arguing and they brought up divorce out of nowhere um I think my wife just got here. For me, my and Rob might have to help me with this wording, but for me, my trust starts after I'm securing the relationship. I know that might sound like an insecurity way I'm trying to word it, but roll with me on this. Um, we don't just walk into relationships trusting everybody willy nilly. You you filling them out. That's why you date and whatever. But for me, if I hear the word divorce. That lets me know you've already weighed the option and knew what a life could be like without me. You see what I'm saying? So even though we can make this work, it's going to take me some time to bounce back from the fact that you said that. You see what I'm saying? Because. Now I know you've already weighed your pros and cons. You've already, you like, hey, if I need to pull the plug on this shit, I'm already prepared. I got a good job. I got the kids. We can we can do You've already did that. So my guard is going to be up a little bit because of it. And yeah, we might work through it, but I don't, I, I can't choke that overnight. Cause I know you didn't think about it overnight. You took, it, women are strategic. I'm sorry, I'm just gonna call a spade a spade. When y'all think about divorce, you thought about that shit for a while. You just ain't just bring that shit up on me. So if I hear that, I, I got I an gotta issue with you, but it's gonna take time to heal that. Y'all can speak as you want. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm right. I see iPhone up there with the black glasses. You ain't got a name. Anymore. I say
7: you're
9: I say you're absolutely
0: valid. My name is C. I could have sworn I put that up there. <laughs> Sorry.
7: But you're absolutely valid. Women are much more emotional. And we're going to think about it a thousand times before we even give it words. We're going <laughs> to think it over and over and over again. We're going to think, is this right? I don't, I, I don't want to do it, but do I have to do it? Is there anything that I can do to fix it? Well, I know, speaking from personal experience, and I got married young. I have four small children, all still under the age of 10, and I'm only 28. So I did a young, immature marriage, married somebody who equally was immature, and which brought us to our now current separation. And now I'm a single parent raising four girls by myself. And it's it's complicated. It is overwhelming. But did I give it thought before we separated? No, not until he brought up the fact that he wanted a divorce. And even then I stayed, cried and begged to stay. And that just wasn't it. Even though he ignored me for a whole year prior to that. And we were living in the same house, sleeping in the same bed. He ignored me. (laughs) <laughs> completely ignored me. We wouldn't talk unless it was about the kids. And I stayed. So yes, I had to give a thought. A lot of thought. So it dragged out. Absolutely. Very difficult.
0: Thank you, Kennebrew. You got your hand up. Go ahead.
13: Okay. I am driving, so I won't let y'all see my face. But I... Can say that it depends on the type of woman it is. If she's impulsive and she doesn't think things through, then yes, she might just throw up divorce because she knows that that's a trigger word because every woman knows the thing that pisses their man off and knows how to push that button. But for me, I before I even... I actually never even told my husband I was divorcing him. I just told him I'm not doing this no more. And he was like, what does that mean? I said, you processed it and you figure it out. But it was after years of, like, we went through therapy like three different times. And it was after years of going to therapy, processing, working through, because I was one of those love um, conquers all. Oh, we gonna walk. We gonna talk about it. You know, I'm gonna go to my cousin's house for a couple of days, and I'm gonna come back. But when you realize like this is what my life is going to continually be, I came, And I was with him for 12 years. We were married for six, and it's like. Like it took for me, actually it was the third time we were in um, counseling and we had one week I went and one week he went by himself and then the next week we went together. And in my session by myself, my therapist asked me, if absolutely nothing changes, can you continue to do this? And he told me, you don't have to answer that right now, but I want you to think about it. And so I think that whole week up until he went to his session Everything he did, it came from the lens of if this is absolutely how your life is going to be in 20 years, can you continue to do this? Nope. And we wrote our own vows, So we didn't even have the richer, poorer, like those parts were in there, sickness and health, but in our own words. But it was just like, can I commit to being this unhappy for 20 years and we don't add kids to this? No, thank you.
0: No, thank you. I see, male Nicole ninety two got her hand up. What's that?
1: Oh, and okay, this is personally from my own my own background and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So, with me, my husband was incarcerated for five years due to drugs. Okay, so he was out of our son's life for about five years, and he came back when he was about six. So, for me. That's a no-tolerance zone for me. Now, it'll take time for me to go back and be like, okay, you know, um, explaining all that. But as far as if it came down to, like, he chose that life again over this, then no. we, we it would The ink wouldn't even dry. It would be done. Like, it, I wouldn't even question it in that case. But if it's a different situation in, in my household, then... We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna figure it out. We're gonna work through it. But he knows, and I know that that's like a, that's it. Like there's no, in, there's no gray lines. There's no compromise. There's nothing. But that's in my household though.
10: Isn't doesn't that one fall under sickness and health? Because the addiction is a sickness, right?
1: It depends because with me prior to the 5 years he went he was 3 years choosing that life and then when with our son he knew about our son and i just we we couldn't do it he he chose at that point in time he chose what he chose and no it's just a no for us so as far as when he came home and all the paperwork was signed and sealed we stayed we were engaged for two and a half years I told him, I said, look, if this ever comes to the table again, we're, we're not going to, there's not going to be a discussion about this. There's not going to be no, oh, well, it's like like you said, is there a disease or anything like that? No. there's. You had five long years to figure that out. You came home and told me, I'm done with that. I'm finished with it. I don't want it. That's it.
10: Okay. Taking a step back, I have a question: How many people use the easy out because they had unrealistic expectations growing up? For the
0: expectations podcast,
10: yeah, yeah. We just had a
0: podcast on expectations.
10: Uh, People have them,
0: and we do. Whatever it is, um, they are unrealistic. Literally. With the lady you just, with my heartbeat that you just seen walk up out of here, that was our first entire year of our relationship, arguing over missed expectations. And it was mainly because we expected each other out of each other, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You follow me on that? Like literally, like we get into love languages and all of that, like I'm very what you just saw. I'm very come to me, hug on me, kiss me, let me know what's up. And it was hard for her to get with that. She Hey, am I? Right. And she'll walk off, and I'm like, "You ain't one of the homeboys." Like, so we had to, we had to get through some things, and now she know me like the back of her hand now. So I didn't personally take the easy way out. We took the knockout drag out. We gonna argue until we figure it out. We even did therapy, but I'm not gonna get in that that realm today because I. I'm very passionate about therapy. <laughs> and I don't, I, I, my experience wasn't that good. So <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. What's up, like You got something else you want to say?
10: So what I've seen, if we take even a step back from that, that's a mature thing, and you know, it happens in relationships. I've seen and heard and talked to many people, and what I find is a lot of people enter a relationship and a marriage with the idea of how their marriage will be. Or how it's going to be when they get married. And when that fairy tale is not existent, they bail, just straight bounce. Uh,
3: Go ahead. So, so basically, they're marrying somebody for who they think that they could potentially be, not who they are. And you, if you're taking the person as they are. You need to understand that going into the marriage
0: but see I also want to make sure that we talk about you also taking a person for what they could possibly be going Mm -hmm. forward you see what I'm saying and I don't think a lot of people understand what that means like and you hear people say it but I don't think they truly understand it they'd be like oh I know I ain't gonna be the same person 10 years from now like you you hear yourself right (laughs) 10 years from now you might have some different habits that he might not like just, and vice versa, flip that shit. So again, it's one of those things where, what happens when those situations come, come, come about? Now, does that change your way of thinking? Now that he got these new habits, like are you going, like my man said, take the easy way out. Everybody got to understand marriage is work. Literally your partner going to be a new partner I won't say, I won't be drastic and say every minute or whatnot, but every few years, that's going to be a brand new man and a brand new woman standing in front of you. That's why dating is important. That's why time alone is important. Let me, let me say dating one more time because that's where you need to sit down. How do you feel about this? And even Millie, um, something important she does, she does the marital check ins. That stuff is important because you're going to change as y'all grow.
4: Can I add my two cents? Oh, go ahead. Uh, Well, I'm going to say it like this. I am not married. I was just free from a very verbally and emotionally abusive relationship. And I was not looking for that moment of, okay, this is somebody that I want to marry. Because I already knew it wasn't. But like you said, you got to grow. And if... I feel like being comfortable and consistent and being consistent are two very, well, let me say this, being comfortable is very dangerous because if you stay in that same place, state and you're not growing, then it's no point because I don't want somebody who's going to be the same weight when they're in their 50s that they are now in their 30s or 40s. So when you're going with somebody, you're going to affect those changes. But it's just about being with somebody who you can honestly think that you like them. Like, not just love. That's huge. Love is huge. But can, can you say that you like that person and say, well, I can communicate with this person this person understands me and I understand them. I think that is the biggest part of, once I realized I didn't like this guy, Everything went out the window, and I just, everything falls back on compatibility and whether you like from that. I think that's huge, but that's just my opinion. I've never been married, and I'm not going to jump into it based upon uh, good deed or money or superficial things like that. I just want to be able to like that person and get along with them at all costs.
0: I got another question for y'all. Let me go ahead and mess with y'all frontal lobes here for a minute. And I've actually seen this personally. It's, y'all don't think it's the same question, but it's not. But I've also seen, how do y'all feel about this? I've also seen people consider divorce because they have regrets later in life that they haven't done things that they wish they could have done before they've gotten to that place. And they hold their partner accountable for that and start talking. Well, because I know my grandma ain't gonna never watch this, like, she's the first person that popped to mind. Like, I've seen her come to tears because she hasn't stepped one foot out of the United States yet and be like, I ain't traveled the world. I ain't seen nothing, this, that, and the other. Like, what are we doing here? Like, how do y'all feel about that? I, to me personally, again, Mary's believe it or not, it's also a risk. You're going to have to risk knowing that there are going to be things you want to do that you ain't going to be able to do, especially when you have kids, different jobs. A lot of stuff plays into all of that. So to get to a point where you're having regrets, is that solely your partner's fault or both of y'all's fault? Because technically, if you're in a marriage, everything is a we. There's no me, my, mine's, I in a marriage. 100, 100. It's 100. 100.
14: Yes, yeah, it's everybody. Everybody has an influence
0: for that. And you're exactly Uh-oh. right. Rob, look like it. you finna bite a bullet. What's up, Rob? <laughs> I I mean I
11: personally feel that it's 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 solely on the person who has the regret because okay. if you, for instance, Mill often asks me, you know, what it is that I want to do or you know, where's a place I've never been that I want to go to, or this not the third. And, you know, sometimes I have an answer, sometimes I don't. But I can't regret to the point where, I can't regret what hasn't happened uh, to the point to where I get too emotional because then you open up the door to resentment. Mm-hmm. So then if you regret it enough, that you didn't get to do it, then you might look at it like, well, you know, it's all because of me being married to you or because, you know, uh, you didn't uh, provide enough stability to where I could go off and do this or, you know, and then that leads to a point to where people start pointing the fingers and, you know, us being human, we like to point the finger at anyone else but us. Yep. So, in my opinion, because I don't know what I want to do with my life sometimes, and because I don't know uh, where I want to go uh, you know, in my journey sometimes, I can't regret it or resent Mill because I don't know what the fuck's going on. So that's just my take on it. We
3: and at the I end of the, the day, the it's still thing. a choice that you made. Right. Every, you
4: Every married couple don't travel together but you still have friends, sisters, cousins, even people who travel by themselves. So if you felt like you wanted to travel and maybe your spouse didn't, then you need to pick up maybe four more hours on that um, on that check and throw that check um, throw that money into savings until you get that money because this is something that you wanna do. You cannot hold somebody else's responsibility for what you did and you didn't do. If that's the problem, you should have realized that during the dating process and not married a person. If, they, if you felt like they kept you from doing something as simple as traveling, then that, that shouldn't have happened. The marriage shouldn't have happened anyway. Because we'll nobody's going to gonna stop me from going to Cancun. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to stop me from going to Puerto Rico. I'm sorry. I'm going yeah. whether you want to go with me or not. That's
0: on you, but I don't know. So that's the answer to my question, like I, and I think Rob said it, I even tried to say it. There shouldn't be any resentment in the marriage in the long run. If you at a place where you didn't do something you wanted to do, either the conversation wasn't had, y'all didn't do stuff to make that happen, but you can't take that out on your partner to where you're now using that as an excuse, and I'm going to call it that. You're now using that as an excuse to buy you a one-way ticket out of your marriage. That's, I'm gonna call that bullshit. <laughs> <I'm> traveling <laughs> i traveling too. a one-way
4: ticket, that's traveling,
14: I'm gone. <laughs> I had to do it,
0: I'm fine. Somebody looked like they had a question, what's popping?
14: So I know we kind of talking about traveling and things on me, i say a little bit lighter into the scale, but what about when it's something like careers, whereas like going into things, so just example, going into things. I'm a business owner, I have a lot of bi- a decent amount of businesses, and I do a lot. And my significant other is cool with that. But once the dynamic changes and we go into a marriage, and this is with anybody, then some of those, I'm gonna say, expectations um, kind of start to come into play, even though they were talked about, they were established, we dated, we did all those good things. Um, and, and laid a pretty decent foundation of, of what I call the meat and potatoes. But those expectations changed because now we are married and say that there's this really good job that benefits everybody, um, where it's not taking away from the core or anything like that. But the significant other, or the, the spouse says, no, I don't want you to take this. What about in those types of situations? where, you know, hey, like you said, you don't take it 15 years down the line. You're looking at the situation and you're like, well, dang, if I would have took this job, because my mom was in this situation with my dad. Um, she didn't take the job with, what was it, Apple, when they kind of started off and, you know, high for we jumped forward and we see where Apple is now. And she would have you know been in a situation where it would have opened a lot of doors. She still would have been able to do what they would have you know need to do they like probably would look different. But I think there was a level of resentment that occurred because to her, she was being the I'll call it the good wife, the submissive wife um, to what she felt like her de- you know her her thing from you know the word was so. What about in those
0: situations? I'm gonna put it this way. I think he did the right thing in trying to have a conversation with her. Because even like now, my wife just got promoted to be a CEO. And instantly, I'm like, sit down. Like, we gotta talk before you go running and take this CEO position. Because we gotta, we, shoot, we gotta, we're gonna turn one here in a week. So we got a newborn, you know what I mean? We got all of that. I'm like, what that means? Because usually CEOs, they traveling. You're gonna be from here to Cali, here overseas, doing whatever. Um, uh, what does that mean? What is that going to look like? Um, Believe it or not, the higher you go up, the longer you work, you get paid more. But what that means for vacations, you on your cell phone all the time and this, that and the other. So if you have valid points for saying that, I totally understand it. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, that's a career that's getting ready to strip you from me, believe it or not. I'm going to get less of you because of your new endeavors, not I'm going to get more of you um so I get it but at the end of the day I told her try to find a balance you know what I mean but at the end of the day I don't want you not being the best you can be either because I want to be selfish because a little bit of that is I'm gonna call it again I'm being a little selfish like I want my wife at home with me you know my love languages so you taking that time and affection from me I got a problem you know what I'm saying so she, we still ended up letting her, you know what I'm saying, be the best she can be. So she's big CEO now. I just have to take what comes with that. But I I don't know. I respect him for at least having the conversation. Now, what came out of that, that's going to be situational and, and per the relationship. Uh, QQ, what's going on? I guess the whole thing with me is
9: it is part of the conversation and once you have the conversation, you have to be with okay with the decision. Mm-hmm. If you went along with that decision, I can't very well turn around and look at you 10 years later and say because I agree with you. No, it's not because I agree with you. It's because I agree with us.
0: There we go. Told whatever
9: you. came out of it in the end, it was a conversation had between us. No one else.
0: I, I hear everybody saying us regret- and stuff too. Go ahead. The
9: regrets are on you. The regret that you have is because of your decisions made, and it's not anything you can look back on and say, "Well, I would be." No. Once you got married, it is no longer I. It is a us. It's a we. We come together because once once the job, it is a, a lot to deal with. But at the end of the day, do you? Is the job worth the marriage? What? Is it worth not having someone to share it with? Because in the end, let's be real. It's you and that person. Mm-hmm. You want someone to grow old with. You don't want a job to grow old with. The, the goal is to have enough money where you can retire and do something with someone. Not forever work to do something.
0: Also I want
3: supposed oh,
0: to come before, before
3: oh, oh go ahead. I was just gonna say your, your family is supposed to
0: come before the job mm-hmm. uh-huh. but I want to make sure everybody knows that I keep hearing everybody saying the right terms. there's an us, there's a we. and I just came to this realization that people drive separation in their marriage without thinking about it. It's like a subconscious thing almost uh, roll with me on this. I kept, I got to a point in my marriage where it was like, what kind of problems are you going through? And I'm like, well, she, and he's like, who the hell is she? Like, and this is the kind of friends I got. Like, he was coming at me like, who the hell is she? I'm like, but I do. He was like, who the fuck is I? I'm like, I'm telling you, I do. He was like, you tell me I or she or my, I'm walking away from you. I'm like, why the hell are you coming at me? Like, you telling me what the problem is. I'm trying to tell you. And he told me straight up, he was like, there is no I, me, my, or mine in a marriage. If you say in that, you're thinking about it wrong. So if you, he was like, even in y'all cars, if you go on and say, babe, I'm taking your car today, you driving a wedge there that you don't know is there. Because later on, when y'all get into an argument about it, it's like, well, I'll pay this car no, You pay your car no, I'll pay this. So now me and my wife is practicing, babe, I'm I'm taking a Cadillac today or I'm taking we call it what it is we don't go your car my car whatever because at the end of the day we got to pay we got to pay those notes not you you know what I'm saying so I'm kind of glad everybody's using that but I've also seen where people say well this that and the other even with some of the problems that we've had he was like what are the problems y'all got and I'm trying to like put blame on the other person and he was like no 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 y'all have a problem she doesn't have a problem and that is a whole another level of of thinking that got shown to me that I don't even think I'm going to be able to explain very well even on this podcast like he pretty much checked the shit out of me but the thing of the matter is though he was like no if you sitting there talking about your wife got a problem you ain't ready for marriage it's y'all got a problem Mm -hmm. It's y'all against the problem, not you against her. And when he said that, I called my wife instantly, like, babe, I ain't know we've been doing this for like three years. We gotta fix this shit. So there's that. What's up, Miss Pittman?
16: Um, hold on, cause uh Jamila, um uh Jamil, I'm sorry, her hand was raised before man. So heard, go to her first Black
0: one. my bad. It blends in with the background. I <laughs>
5: So I just wanted to say that one of the things that Robert and I did early in our marriage was identify two people on um, for both of us who we both agree we could go to in time of need. So if we are having disagreement or argument, somebody who's going to call us on our shit, I think Q is, I don't know if she's still on the line, but uh, Q Kennebrew is one of my people that, you know, I go to and she going to tell me, Jay, you wrong, fix that, do this, you know, you need to apologize for blah, blah, blah. But I also-
0: you wrong? Huh? Somebody, somebody actually exists to tell you that you're wrong. Yes, but Robert and, and I, folks I with Jay you know? Q Q J Q I don't about.
5: I call a spade a spade for her too, but <laughs> <laughs> we identified people early in the marriage on who we could trust uh would be able to be the right person to you know talk to and to help you see where you wrong at or whatever because if i go to my yes man i got a plenty of friends in my rider die dogs and they my a1 since day one but if i tell them some shit they're gonna be like oh so we going to key the car you want to bust out the windshields you know i have those friends but i don't need those friends in that situation because they're not helping me get better in dealing with the issue so i have to have them identify robert agreed that these are people who i can entrust with our marriage uh you know talk about but these are also people who call me out when i'm wrong tell me when i'm wrong and they help me process and progress so that i can get better
0: well before i move on to miss miss Pittman, i want to make sure people know that even with those friends just if you're going to take it let me make sure I'm not saying it as in the way I'm telling you what to do. I feel as if <laughs> if you're going to take advice from other people, don't listen and only feel to listen to what you agree on, if that makes sense, because what ends up happening a lot of times is you take everything that's in your favor from that conversation and come back to the marriage and argue everything that this person said was, that you was right on but then don't include where she's calling you, where she's calling the spade a spade. I hope y'all can read between the lines on that. But go ahead, Mrs. Pittman.
16: I think what she said was dope, though. Like, you do have to have those ones who are not going to say, you know what, Rachel, you're right. You're going to come over and beat them up. Like, because everybody got that squad, because man yeah exactly so but you gotta have somebody who is you gotta have a successful marriage in front of you those friends that have a successful marriage and really are talking to you in the best interest of your marriage but going on back to the resentment at the end of the day like she said you're sitting there having a conversation with your significant other and you bring forth this job to the table. If y'all are living a life where y'all are not living check to check and if he say don't take the job, I don't see what the issue is. If he's a true provider and you're helping, backing him up, being the backbone in the park and you're doing good in your position, I don't see where the rely because at the end of the day, it's up to you to go back and tell your um, your boss. Look, I can't take the position because I'm putting my family first. I also so want
0: to make sure,
16: when it comes down. that,
0: I also want to make sure I add to that, not to cut you off, but it seemed like you said not live and check to check. It's one of those things where I'm going out. What is one of those things where if you put all your cards on the table, not the fact that you're living check to check if you go into a situation knowing what y'all bring to the table and everything is all out for you to see, then it isn't about a perfect situation or a bad situation. If you know what the situation is collectively, you still cannot place your resentment on the partner. So with that being said, it it seems like everybody is on the same understanding, except I get it, I, 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 I wait to see things a little bit further through than most people. I get that and I'll take that, it is what it is. But, <laughs> but the thing is though, I, I see divorce isn't a first option. I'm also getting the ladies' opinions on here. So it don't seem like a divorce has been like the go-to whole card to pull but also it do lets me know that y'all think about it way before y'all address it. Um, also, wait a minute before, cause I'm, I was getting ready to wrap this up, but before y'all hop, uh, roll with me on this. Cause I, one thing I did not hear is that y'all bring this up to him while y'all thinking about it or when y'all get flustered and y'all just throw it in his lap and be like, now deal with it. I'm thinking about divorce. I hope y'all ain't just bombing these men out here. I hope like hell y'all ain't just bombing these men because y'all pissed off.
16: Divorce is totally different. Like I said, I've never been married, so I can't speak on that, but before me and him broke up, it was a letter written because obviously we can't communicate, so you just need to hear what I'm saying and respond after you read and comprehend. Comprehend this letter of what I'm saying. So um, We had many conversations. That didn't work. I wrote a letter. That didn't work. I went for the silent treatment, didn't talk for two weeks. I mean, didn't open my mouth other than yes or no to answer
0: a question respectfully. I feel like Come that on. part's a whole nother podcast because I feel like that, depending on the situation, I think that's kind of unfair when a woman goes into that silent treatment and then go to cleaning the house with a smile. At that point, I'm sorry, I'm a man. I know the relationship is fucking over. When you, you know, That's what I was family, telling him. Uh-uh.
16: <laughs> yeah, that's I'm what I was telling him.
0: And to be honest with you,
16: the last straw when he said something very nasty to me. We got in a huge argument, and he told me he pulled out his gun and he said, "We can go. We are gonna all be on the news tonight if uh you think about kicking me out." So I was like, "Okay." I was like, "You know, we're done, right?" Like,
0: done. Uh, Tina Turner trying to get away from Ike and whatnot. Um. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so, I'm glad yeah. you the saved thing you fail to realize is that
16: I'm, I'm very well connected to the streets and he could have walked out the door and his life would have ended, but I tr- I was trying not to carry it that
0: way. Podcast, TikTok, don't you do it. I ain't say that shit. I'm I ain't do- say that shit. I see. see I'm sorry. Don't turn my screen black. I ain't say that shit. Oh, oh, okay. okay. I stop some Shit was going to go left. <laughs> Uh. but i
16: I,
13: i'm not
16: we it's peaceful now we broke up he's moving out he has not moved out yet but he's moving out at the end of next month i gave him some time so now that we're not together there's no arguments and nothing like that but you you know you know you know when it's going wrong so if i drop divorce papers on you just cause out the blue.
0: You already knew it was on. Uh, no, I'm, I'm actually trying to defend men that literally, you know. you know, I hate to say it, some women like to say one thing because they feel like they are in a place where they can't comfortably speak about things and then later on, this is how I'm feeling and I think this is going to be the answer. I'm telling you right now, that's the worst thing you can do to a man is put in his face that here's this big old divorce plate. Now deal with it. How do we get through it? I've seen it. That's not yeah. I'm I'm
5: calling spade. I'm calling foul. Because if when most women who choose divorce, most women who choose divorce, and they just like here, it is, it. Believe me, you. It's been a thousand and twenty four things that they had encountered in that relationship that they should have been ended the relationship on, but they tried to. Work through it, continue to let you she go. Preacher, preacher. Try to hold your hand. We're going to work through this. We're going to talk it out. And then, okay, well, now nah, I'm out because I
0: got to go. See, this is what the road is. Because sometimes, usually, when that happens, y'all don't say it in a way for us to comprehend. Like, let's go ahead and call the state. quo. No, no, no. That's been the pr- and that's yeah, one, yeah, of, no, one no, of the biggest no, issues no, is the no, lack
5: of communication no, and no. understanding and comprehension. So that's why we on this plate in the first place.
0: Exactly, because of a lack of communication and understanding. Like I said, usually when that get thrown at us, is because y'all didn't say it in a way for us to understand. And then here you go. Yeah. What can
16: you say, clean up behind yourself? I'm not asking you to clean the
0: house. I do no, not. I no, that. On. No, hold let, on. Let, let, let's roll with that. So I mean, I mean, many ways you're supposed to explain something to that. someone saying? So, you saying clean up behind yourself. Sometimes, and I've seen it, I've even experienced some. But the thing is, it's one of those things where I don't know as to what magnitude it's getting to you. So if you just walking behind me every day talking about why well, you ain't cleaning up after yourself and I'm like, oh, if
16: this, I gotta say this, this it a million of, times it's getting on agency. my nerves. I, a- I cannot operate in a filthy house. I but, say that.
10: But look, look so that's something about, about you, you and not about him.
0: Look how you saying no. it to me, though. Are you <laughs> saying that to is- him like that? Are you saying, I can't operate in the filthy house. If this shit don't pick up, there going to be some reevaluations going on in here. If you say that shit to me like that, I know exactly what the fuck you mean. I bet my draw won't be in the flow no fucking mode. But if you just going behind me saying, pick up behind yourself every day, I'm just thinking you just, let me get it up so I don't hear a mouth. No, see. Are this- we serious
16: right now? I'm just kidding. A- look. Person, let me man, Communication if, ain't if no you joke. Keep repeating something, anybody keeps repeating something, mean.
10: it means something to them. So yes, I'm not
16: sure
5: same... to...
10: Huh? I'm sorry, uh, go ahead.
16: I'm not gonna keep repeating myself, and then I'm saying it in different ways. I'm breaking it down to my six years old level to the point mm-hmm. that you see my six years old clean up behind himself. So why aren't you doing it if I am if I go into silent treatment, I go into breaking it down, I go into writing it down, and you still can't braille, cry. That's you. a new
10: problem.
16: Let yeah, me ask like, you something.
10: <laughs> what, who, is, who is being hurt because he didn't, you know, put that one dish away? Who's gonna no, die? Who's no, bleeding? No. Who has to go to the emergency room? Why is that dish not getting put away that important? And more in particularly, is. why is it? Why couldn't he put it away when he wanted to put it away versus when you never, wanted him to put it away? That's the dark place I was going. So in, you you got to, go. to, to that <laughs> and You ready to back
0: up. You to to have a man. <laughs> that's the thing. Okay, look. All right, I'm out. Out. I might have to cut y'all. am going to be the that is a child. Exactly, that's a child. Because your, your mama, mama wouldn't let you, you do it. And whoa, wait, oh, right, whoa, right, whoa. My not my mom. You ain't going to bring my, my mama. Wait, wait, wait one at a time. Honest, mom, you, you, know well. you got a black mama. mama. I know your mama
4: wouldn't let you do that <laughs> shit. Hey, so why, why would you do that in your
0: own house? Well,
10: well, I ain't... All right, let's back this up. Check this out. There's a equal responsibility. So check this out. I'm going to give you one example. We could argue it from here. The toilet seat. Ah, Why is it the man always has to put the toilet seat down? Why can't the woman put the toilet seat up? I
16: look. I can see the toilet when I go in. I put it down. That doesn't bother me. What bothers me is when I come downstairs in the morning and I see a plate with chicken bones, uh, a a fork, and all this stuff on it. This is how you get rodents. This is how you get uh, any kind of pests in your house. The same distance from the steps is the same distance, distance to the sink. Just double it up a little bit. Make a detour How to the How bad does he allow to it to get?
10: Does he allow it to get where it's nasty it? or he just not?
0: Nasty. I think, How bad I, think he hers, I think
10: her thing is, nasty.
0: Hers is hers is more towards her. I think dude was just downright just nasty. So oh, nasty. That I'm makes I'm her sorry. situation a little bit. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to argue it. anybody in the floor. If You just got some dude that just keeps leaving his drawers in the bathroom floor. <laughs> I just I'm just saying you that my you, whole you damn, can argue damn, that shit damn. all day. I don't get a damn. What you, you talking about? 12, I because my drawers are in the floor. If you got a problem with my drawers the floor. We got a whole other full bathroom that. down here. Take you a damn shower and shut up. You
16: could deal with that, but my thing is you work 10 to 12 hours in a hot kitchen. You come home and you take your socks off. My whole downstairs smell like feet. And you leave the socks right there. Yeah, take just, no bath? No bath, just the socks All right, right no, there. We're, we're going to move
0: on because I want to eat dinner. We're going to move on. Uh, wait. All right, can <laughs> can we I we just eat? say, say one more on? thing? I want to eat dinner. Quiet. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Telly. I
3: was just gonna say, like, I, just to go off of what you were saying, um, it, it is. I I have had to learn this part. It is how you say it, and not so much what you said. Like with, with my husband, I learned, like, you can't just say, uh, that this is this is gonna be a problem. Like, you, I have to tell him, hey, you messing up, you messing up, you need to get it together. Like, you. You have to be like very direct and it's like I, I said it's, it's how you I say
8: I don't
0: very much I'm gone you... I'm gone we ain't going to be on here talking about the nasty biscuits uh, no a man that don't wash his biscuits, something wrong. I'm sorry, and I want to eat dinner. We're gonna go ahead and pass. some like I said, if it was something like he just leaving his drawers in the flow, then I, I will argue on his side. Deal with that. But when you when you can I pull down your pants to pee and you get that 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 whiff, mm-hmm. you finna go there. Uh 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 quiet queen, what, what was your sentiments? You were getting ready to say something. Are you 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 good? me. Link next to you. You can't say nothing. QQ.
9: Yeah, no. My my whole thing was, and that's why you started this off before you get married. Exactly. If you that,
4: but don't
0: get married started. We don't, want, we don't want we don't want you her and Rob to have, the whole pick up and, and <laughs> like have a whole pickup. That's why he off the dough. Troublemaker, where you been at?
17: And I told, to to my wife to work. I told you, I told you, I take my wife to work. Yeah, that was at 12. I know, I just got back in the house.
0: Dang what you been doing for two hours?
17: I know, trust me, I know. And you
0: use your wife as the excuse, ain't there? No, the no,
17: no excuse. That is fact.
0: That is fact. I mean, that is that fact. Is. All right. Well, I was, I'm, getting ready. And I'm I was literally getting ready to wrap because Miss Pittman tried to fuck up my dinner, and I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm
10: not, I'm not. I not have an argument before you go.
0: Oh, Man. wait a minute. I, Why you keep trying
7: to argue today?
0: Mm-hmm. You, I'm, I'm glad you're that's, that's what I'm talking about. We need all these different personalities and, you and, and not nationalities are. and whatnot. Right. She's talking about her whole downstairs smelling like corn chips. I ain't got time. <laughs> no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. Uh. Uh-uh.
10: I have a different uh, point of view on something we spoke on before you go.
0: All right, come on, bring I'm it up. I just know we lose so, the theme and I don't want people to just start dropping off.
10: So basically, earlier you were inferring that there's no me or I or you in a relationship. It's all us and we basically. Yep. Yeah. I want to point out the danger in that. The I reason know. why I say there's a danger in I've never that. Seen it. The
15: Clearly danger it in that now. is there needs to be
10: three different entities. There's mm-hmm. you, there's me, and there's the relationship. And the reason why it's dangerous is because within a relationship, you can lose yourself and you will lose yourself. You lose your identity with a lot of the compromise, a lot of the settling and a lot of the changing and quote unquote growing. So you have to nurture you as yourself and your own personal identity. So does she. However, y'all come together to make that we and us.
0: So I, I agree. I, I disagree. I just think I'm a word it a little bit differently because I feel like you lose a little bit of yourself the second you get married. And and the reason why I say that is there are things my wife did not like about me before I got married. And I felt like that was me, period. Mm-hmm. So when I got married, it was one of those things where she she put it on the table. Either you change that or this ain't gonna work. So it this so that's way that's how you became a a fan er, what what I thought so
5: did you lose some of yourself, yourself or did you give some of yourself up because there's a difference.
10: There is I was talking about losing yeah. yourself.
0: So how is that a difference? Explain that to me. I I, I that ain't a trick question. I literally want to know how do you not lose some of yourself or give yourself up either way it goes that's something that was you that ain't that nothing up
14: But yeah, you, I, feel I, feel like like, you I, I think women more yeah. or less get i think women tend to lose ourselves a little bit more in our marriage our relationship yeah. than men do and the
9: only, I can the only I can reason, especially when you have the kids and the exactly. husband at the same time uh-huh. because i, I have to put my kids and my husband right. before me and then think about myself so if yep. i'm thinking about everybody else and not myself i start losing myself so you got to be able to make yourself happy first before you can expect somebody else to make yep. you happy because how the
7: hell they oh, gonna know how to
9: make you happy if you don't know how to make your damn self happy and there we have it
7: real shut up that's why we need the rose,
3: ain't it <laughs> but you should be coming into the marriage <laughs> on beach, this. It, nice. exactly
0: you it's my boy it. over here talking about that's some bullshit they they tried it, took it, it. that's why i do this shit. man fuck all that because like i said <laughs> this, when i came into my relationship <laughs> What you see bouncing and in, in front of you right now, do you think that is what my wife see day today? Nope. Hell no, no, that <laughs> I because I don't want this shit to go on this. I think I know what the fuck the next topic is. <laughs> I think I know what the next topic t- is. The, the topic is lose huh? yourself in your
10: marriage. Yep. That's, do.
0: The next topic. it's real it's real that's gonna be the next time even women. if i that's shoot it to I you in reverse why i know this is gonna be juicy is the fact that she felt like women lose themselves a little bit more we do oh we rolling with this shit next podcast
5: and, and that's fine i don't have no problem with that but you did you gotta read this comment so the comment says what happens when your partner is not willing to change or work on the marriage
0: now, my mm. question is, is that up to your perception or is there something tangible we can look at? Because I can tell you right now, and and, and fellas, help me out because I know they're going to try to squirrel jump my ass when I say this. A lot of um, times men do work on ourselves in our marriage, but y'all fail to see the change. And then when we do change, y'all don't give us enough credit for how long we've changed. You've been saying that for a while and I don't like We can be on change and do what we don't need to do, ask to do you. for six months. And the second we get in the argument, what y'all do? No, right no back, so that's what, what I was talking about. And you but, was only good for about like two months, like-
1: Okay, listen, I'm then the on top to of that, this question and he's literally said like, he's not willing to do this or he's not willing to do that. Like he's not
10: willing to that's
0: do that. But I'm well, going.
5: On what you this, says. She said. She said. Why are you accepting that then? I don't. I've asked this question like twelve times this week, and I don't know if this is just like a, the the theme or something. Why do we keep giving people the opportunity to make decisions that impact us directly? You don't have to stay with somebody who is not willing to put in the work to make this relationship work. Dude, you you can choose to leave.
0: So Dude ain't washing his ass. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So you well, know, that you don't
10: understand Pick up
0: some dial soap, and you <clears throat> ain't trying to. And I'm sorry, I hate to. <laughs> I was like a mute damn TikTok, so I'm gonna have to say it uh, kind of high level. I'm nasty. I'm sorry. I'm I, that's just what it is. I got married to be motherfucking nasty. So, um, if there's things that oh I want to do, <laughs> if there's things why that
16: me? I want her to do, it's a lot of stuff I'm you don't know. If
0: I smell like step back in certain areas. Exactly. That's,
16: that's why you didn't get friends.
10: <laughs> I have
0: get I
1: get of,
10: hey, but check it out. If your request and/or change does not pass a man's logic test, for one, it's not okay. going to happen.
2: We,
0: we,
10: and we, number two,
2: we, we going off. Top. But you can't think about yourself oh, when bad. you marry married. You have to consider the other person.
0: we going oh, off That's top. the whole get, point. Rob in there. He got his hands up. Go ahead, Rob. you blanked <laughs> out. He got that pissed oh, off. I everybody mute because I hear some uh feedback.
11: I damn near forgot what I was gonna say because they kind of went off topic. But um, when it comes to not watching day. you yeah. know what. I mean, but I can't bring it back. I don't know what the fuck I was about to say. <laughs> I, I, when I raised my hand, I knew exactly what the hell I was going to say. And like, everybody started talking, and my shit was just like, you know what? I'm out of here. Fuck it. Let it's me
13: just, tell you,
10: your
16: wife is preaching today. She's been preaching today. Millie, i preaching. That's past.
11: She's, you know,
10: she's <laughs> a well, uh, she's
11: a, <laughs> a, a wealth in trouble, she's a well of information when she looks to be
0: because she's <laughs> like you trying to listen. Did y'all
5: see that face he made? I saw it, that's why I was laughing. Yeah. My and friend called out me pamphlet. My, out my out birthday out. is 411 for a
3: reason. Um. My my, uh, my husband is on here, he's 410. Oh, you got two tourists on here.
7: Right,
3: <laughs> so, um, I mean, not not Taurus, Aries. I'm so sorry. I was going to say
11: when it comes to when it comes to marriage um, or even a very committed serious relationship um, if both parties are not continuously working on themselves to make themselves better for each other um, then that's when you start having cracks in the foundation so you know if um, I know we've talked to different uh, we've talked to different married people and, you know, we'll say, okay, well, write down, you know, X amount of things that you want to accomplish for yourself. Write down X amount of things that you want to accomplish for the marriage. After that list, so if you put down 10 items, if you ain't ready to put another 10 down and you feel that once you reach those 10 items, you're good, you're done, we marry, married, it is what it is, you're already fucked up. Because every time you reach a goal you should set another goal um and you know i know for for me at least i had a lot of things i had to work on in order to stay with jay mill for the first five years we were met, uh we were together just as boyfriend and girlfriend and you know then those whole things changed once we came we became married because you know you instantly switch over i'm not gonna say you're gonna lose yourself or anything of that nature but um, you instantly switch over um because things become more serious after you become married. Because as, as boyfriend and girlfriend, at any point in time where, you know, first thing, if you just don't want to be there no more, you can just peace out. If y'all not living together, it's much easier. But if you are married, now you actually got to file papers, you got to court, you got to do this and the third. So automatically, the, the stakes are higher when you become married. So my train of thought on what I wanted to work on as far as being married only one time to the person who I love and I'm in love with, my list is constantly growing. So, you know, for anybody out there who thinks that they don't have to work on continuing to maintain the marriage, you're not already fucked up.
0: Oh, I'm very passionate on what you're talking about. Um, I agree with you. Let me say this. First, I agree that a man, I'm speaking on a man's perspective from my my side, not the woman's side. I agree that a man should always be trying to improve himself daily, yearly, however long, for to the end of time for his woman to be the to be what she needs him to be, or even what he needs himself to be, so he can be better for her. Either way, however you want to say it. But where I get very vain about it. Is when um, you know women got some things they want you to change right now. It's critical. This can't work. How are we gonna move forward if this can't if you don't work on this? Okay, I get that. I get that. And you do your damnness if you love it to death, you're gonna do what you gotta do to, to get through it. But where I get upset about it a little bit is when I get through the biggies. You get through the biggies and you trying your best to work on all the low hanging fruit. Not saying that they ain't important. You just trying to get through them, but you want to make sure the biggies are out the way. The, the big ones that she put on your plate, like right now, I'm considering separation if this shit don't work out. All right, so you get through the biggies, you are working on the low hanging fruit, but now that the biggies are out the way, her next top three are up the bat. And it feels like every time she's coming up to bat, those next three are what's critical. Now I'm sick of this shit. Like, like, no, like I get we need to change, but if everything about me is drop dead critical, what the fuck are we doing?
11: Right. Well then if that's the case, if everything that you do or, ever, or um, pisses her off or uh, triggers her or him, then Technically, y'all really shouldn't be together anyway, especially uh, be together long enough to be married because who wants to be with a person when because they breathe wrong, you pissing me off. Or, uh, you know, you shut the door too hard, now you're to piss me off. Or, uh, you know, uh, the, the chicken was a little dry, you know, so now you, that's what pissed me off. Like, if, if that person... It.
0: I just, yeah, but I am just
11: saying, if that person is that irritated with everything that you're doing, or if that person is irritated to the point of exiting the relationship or the marriage for every little thing that you do, it's already over.
0: Well, I just I want to make sure, and the reason why I brought that up is because I want to make sure that there's a line there. I don't know how to word that line, but again, I do no matter who you are, you need to be working to be the best you can be for your part, period. But at the end of the day, though, you need to have some sort of discernment as to what that looks like. Because if not, yeah. we're going to keep having this conversation. Well, now so, you don't worked on that. Now let's work on this. Uh, you're doing really good over here. Now let's work on this. If every time we're sitting down around a goddamn round table and it's about what the fuck I'm not doing, I got a problem. I'm just saying.
10: That line becomes a question. Did you marry me for me or for who you thought you could make me? I'm sorry, but it's true. Sorry, not sorry.
11: I do know a lot of... I might get some slack on this, but I do know a lot of women who pick mates as like projects, so what they can what they can make them to be, or,
0: you know, what,
11: she better not, (laughs) but, you know, that's controlling, um, (laughs) shut up, boy, um, but, like, I, I know a lot of women, you know, and like you said, I'm in a lot of marriage groups, too, and I see a lot of them to where they, they pick their mate and what you said about on what they could be, what they see the potential of them to be. So then, when they take on that project of that of making that person be a better person, who they want them to be, and let's say, for instance, that person who is the project is not trying to be a better person. Now they wounded and they hurt, and you know they want out of the relationship. They want a marriage. This ain't gonna work. You you know you just in the third. So you know it's. Kind of what we talked about in the last one. I think those type of situations only happen if you don't communicate and get the, and the get the questions and answers answered in the courting phase. You should not get to the marriage phase and you know you don't know that that person is so stuck in their ways that no matter what you do, no matter how hard you fight, that they're never going to change. If you get to the that marriage goes
0: phase, back to my earlier point when I said okay, we up to bat. We finna enter this marriage. Everything, right. at some point, everything that that person do can't be on them. If you knew right. about some of that shit or you failed to ask the right questions, you can't now be in a relationship like, hey, I'm looking at you sideways. Some of that oneness is on you too. Like, again, a marriage is us. So if you getting into it like, nah, dude, that's on you. You you going into it wrong. Like, Bruh. I saw a post
11: on Facebook the other day. Dude was basically gave like a, you're supposed to give a brief one one to two sentence introduction about yourself. He basically said, you know, I'm, I'm this tall. I make this amount of money. I will cheat on you a little bit. But hey, and these, I mean, this nigga had like, like 63 hearts. And I'm thinking like, you toxic ass women, this nigga just told you that he's going to cheat on you.
17: They
10: love it. They want honesty. Yeah, they,
11: they want the honesty.
5: honesty. I don't know. They, they want, want the that's what I
11: said, And that's what they kept saying. I don't agree oh, with that. Cheating is a deal so I'm like, nigga, like he just told you he's going to cheat on you. Like, do you understand what that means? You get head over heels for this dude. He's going to cheat on you. Not only will he cheat on you and break your heart, but he can also bring home diseases and bring home babies. And you okay with that because he was honest? Fuck out of here.
3: In, in, those, in those cases, I find she she still feels like she can change that. She gonna be the changer, the game changer.
0: Or well, she's a uh, regular well, another topic we need to talk about, too, is why do married men get more attention when we married than when we single? <laughs> That's Ooh. a whole other...
7: Because yeah. y'all are forbidden fruit. <laughs>
0: but but I'm gonna go ahead and... <laughs> Wait,
5: did girl get her hand raised?
0: Ooh. Oh, what's up? Canaboo... Can- Brew. Can- can-
5: So we I didn't
13: expect for Rob to say what he said, so that like made this go down a whole nother thing. But I feel like it's not always when you get into a marriage or you're trying to change a person. And what I learned in my three times that we went to counseling is that a lot of people, because marriage is like no one wants to get divorced. So you go through all of these different things with the expectation that it's going to be better. But then when you're realizing like there is no out, it makes it heavier. So when, like he told us, one of the things was the dishes, the argument about the dishes is not the argument about the dishes. It can be, you know, something happened and you didn't talk about it and you didn't discuss it and resentment is real and people fester and they don't openly communicate. So that leads to a whole nother problem. So now you have this whole big blow up thing about something that was, Remedial, like the dishes, or somebody not moving their shoes out the door when you come in, you tripped over them, and then it's like it makes you think of all of the different times that they're inconsiderate so it's not necessarily you're trying to change a person you just have to be completely honest about your communication style and not letting something bubble up to the point of when you come home and you see the dishes in the sink and it's like this person is always inconsiderate and you know all these all of these things is running through your head but you make it about the dishes and it's really not about the dishes so it just means that you guys need to make sure it's not necessarily changing a person but making sure that you understand who your partner is because a lot. of people like rob said earlier like they get into these marriages and they pick on pick men as projects but if you pick this man as this project you have to realize that that's 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 your cross you're gonna have to die on because you decided to pick a person that wasn't your um not necessarily your equal but somebody that you weren't compatible with
0: so that goes all the way back round circle like then divorce shouldn't be your ace in a hole as a way out like again i'm going back to you gotta own i'm just gonna call it what it is you gotta own some of your own bullshit when you get into a marriage that's just what it is i know you look at your partner as in a way you you expect things out of them but also going into it you gotta know what you signed up for you gotta know what your expectations were of them before you even signed up for it so it's it's Again, I know there's some deal breakers and I understand that, I do. But there's also self-owness to that too when you get into a relationship. You can't just walk into it and then go, shit ain't going as planned, I'm gonna exit stage left. And then don't waste people's time. That shit, I can tell you a divorce is fucking expensive. I've been there. I'm still paying that shit off,
10: <laughs> financially and emotionally.
0: <laughs> you don't, bro. bro I lost fifty pounds in less than four months. I know, bro. Uh, yeah, it ain't it ain't where you want to be. So My I'm bro. gonna go ahead and ready in. to go, man. Yeah, I'm going ahead and because we keep bringing up different topics, <laughs> so I'm gonna reel it in. I appreciate everybody <laughs> for coming out. This has been the most I'm gonna say different podcast because we got a lot of new faces on. Um it's really growing. Thank you, Telly. Thank you, Jameel. uh, thank you, Tia, Mrs. Pittman, Brittany. She she in the middle ground, she came middle in the middle, but um there are people I told them I was getting ready to end this shit. like twice I didn't they told me it will grow just keep at it and I did it um I even got almost 30 people on TikTok still listening in some of them even wanted to get in but couldn't because we was already rolling people are loving this shit and I can't believe I'm loving it too but I appreciate everybody coming out again that link information will never change it would always be the same um, like i said we already picked the next topic out of this out of this discussion we picked the next topic and that is do you lose yourself or give up some of yourself in a marriage yeah and women lose more don't, don't, don't even go there because you don't oh no, don't. <laughs> no, don't i can mm-hmm. argue that oh, with no men. i can argue that with no men on here i can handle that one um,
16: okay, All right, bro, you
0: already know how I come, so bro, let's bro. Go. Hey, You seen, you seen my history it's out there. You can go listen. Let's it. go. <laughs> well, I'm ready. gonna be it. Also, out of respect for my day ones, I never asked for. I won't say never. I think I did like once or twice, but then I stopped because I felt away. But I never asked for donations because they help anchor this to be what it is today, and it's still growing and some of them even donate anyway even though I try to just throw it out there so i appreciate you miss telly and i think there are some other people that have donated to keep this thing alive so the link is in my bio if you want to you can donate my cash app is my first name middle initial and my last name um send what you feel if you don't that's cool too it's still going to keep going whether or not y'all donate cuz i do this shit I do this shit. (laughs) So, uh, again, link will never change. Be here. I hate to say it. I am going to call us out. The women are always on time and the brothers are always showing up late. I ain't going to say no names. I was
4: late today. I ain't going to say no
0: names. Only today. I was late. I ain't going to say no. You ain't even have to take accountability for that one because I got two brothers that show up all the time and you the only one that show up late. Like, Women on time for everything. Um, My
16: life just busy.
0: But I appreciate it. I can't wait. I can't wait. Again, share it. Get some more people on here. This version of Zoom is paid for, so we got up to umpteen people that can be on here. Just keep your your ghetto ones, the one that be patting and chewing gum all out. You keep them to the side. I ain't got time for people that want to take care of. I I ain't dealing with that. (laughs) <laughs> i'm personally not dealing with that uh but i appreciate y'all uh ted uh i want to get people to I, I didn't um do this in the beginning i'm gonna give people time to announce themselves i usually do that because we still kind of small so we a family once you get in here like tia that's that's our little sister don't nobody mess with her she ain't married yet she here for guidance and she ain't never left um So I'm going to go down my side of the screen. So Brittany, because you came in the middle, I'm going to have you introduce yourself and then we'll keep going.
2: Hello, everyone. My name is Brittany. I'm so happy to be here. As you probably saw in the chat, I don't want you to quit doing this because I've already learned a lot just in the couple that I've joined. I've been married for almost five years and hopefully a lot more through everybody's help. So thank you guys for having me here.
0: All right. VIPs get get their name announced and I'm gonna keep going. Mrs. Price, she's been here. Tia, she's been here. Uh Moto G stylist 5G. Who is that? We the wares. Oh, there go the wares. And they they've been rocking with me. Right. Her and her her husband. I've helped, I know I've helped them a lot. They've shouted me out several times. They've also donated, um, not that that means anything for anybody else. Miss Pittman, she's been here, even though she like to go against the grain and give me hell. That's what I know.
3: What's
10: up? My name is That's What I Know. Um, I definitely appreciate the platform. I enjoy myself. It's my first time and I will be back. I was that's married name, 18 years. Is, that's
0: what you know? That's what's on your birth certificate?
10: Oh, man, let's only go by two names. Either this on TikTok or in the real world, I go by Steelwater, So it's going to be a nickname either way. Unless we're doing business, I don't use my government. I would All say right. I've been married been married 18, oh, I was married 18 years. So I know a little bit about how it works or I know how mine worked for sure. But I'll be okay. back to contribute.
0: Okay. Quiet, Queen. Let me guess, that's your nickname too? That's what's on your birthday? It is,
9: it is my nickname, Shantae is my name. I've been married for 20 years. Been wow. with him since for 27 years. Um, I've been following you from the beginning. I listened to your podcast um, while I'm driving. <laughs> and this is the first time I actually was able to catch up with the time to get in here. That's why right. I stayed for so long so I didn't miss out on it. But I do enjoy it. I, I mean, I enjoy what I hear. I like the different opinions because I know me and my husband have been through the ups and downs. Of course, we, like I said, we've been together since I was 18. So we have to grow. So it's right. nice to hear the different opinions and how different people make it work or don't make it work, you know, the do's and don'ts.
0: That's why I do it because I get more out of this than I do therapy, so... I so you ain't gonna say nothing about, about
5: them being together since they
0: was eighteen. Why? Why? Why you on it? This is the first time they've said it. I, I didn't let you. Get oh, okay, because did I didn't let you get your shine when you brought your shit up. Because you always
5: <laughs> didn't
0: let you get your shine.
5: You always talk You know what I'm saying? saying? And she's
0: speaking out of time. I ain't even get to her yet. Oh for that boy. Peace <laughs> and prosperity. What's up? I hear what
17: you said. So my name is um,
14: Selena, but I go by my middle name most of the time, Faith. I am not married yet. I've been a serial dater for a long time, probably. Um, Jamil probably wants me to go ahead and finally settle down. One of these days, I'm going to listen to her eventually. Um, Let's see, I had a phenomenal time. Thank you all for being inclusive, even to people who are not necessarily married. For me I put myself in a position to I like to be around people who are where I would like to be and I feel like being humble being quiet and just kind of like asking questions and getting to the meat and potatoes especially when it comes to marriage and relationships is important and I also believe that um, that as a single person the perspective the ideology the influences and all those other things I'll are very important things you need to be aware of individually and collectively before you just you know you you get married so thank you all for sharing i plan to be back because i need all this knowledge because i want to have 18 years and 20 years one day
0: plus them now thank god because millie vip she was on the first podcast episode and i would have been talking to myself had she not been there so Thank God she VIP because we don't want to hear about her 15, 18 years and whatnot. We're going to keep it moving. Rita, Rita's iPad, Caucasian Persuasion, what's happening? Your, your, your meat ain't thawed out. You, you're muted. What's up? Okay. I think I go.
6: am. So. My name's Rita and I just stumbled on your TikTok today. So I just stuck with you until I could get into the Zoom. And uh, I've been married 32, very long years and I could have used you about 20 years ago, but better late than never. I know, I'll be
0: back. I appreciate it. All right, we jumped around a bit. That damn Estes.
12: Hi. <laughs> Hi. But, I couldn't really get into the conversation because I was at work and I work Walmart. So it's kind of hard to try to talk to people and try to really put my input in. But um, I'm trying to go through a divorce. So some of the topics that I was talking about, I really wanted to get in. And is yeah. It so
0: <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it amicable or is it hell?
12: Um, nine years I'm with my kid's father. Um, just a little bit. I do have a a current boyfriend I've been with for two years, so he does know he was like going, he was with me through everything when it started as far as, let me turn on the mic, I mean, my my camera so y'all can kind of see, but, um, he was kind of going through it with me, so he stuck it out, but, um, for the most part, the comment that I was making pretty much was, um, just now getting the papers out here in Houston, Texas, uh, they said it starts off like at three sixty five with kids. Um, yeah, three
8: seventy five about
12: it. Three seventy five and three seventy five. Yeah, so they um we did that a couple of days ago when I got the papers and when I called him like a month ago before, I was like, hey, I got the papers. You know, if you don't mind, can we just you know go ahead and sign? And he hit me with the, well, you know, nine nine years later, three kids. Oh, I want a divorce now because, I mean, not a divorce. He wants a DNA now. I guess since I'm calling it quits. I'm like, well, damn, nine years later, well, I wanna be in their life, but just, you know, while I'm being there, if I'm there, then I wanna make sure that, you know, that they're mine. I'm like, well, if you gotta feel like that, if you feel like that, I don't really think that, you know, that's necessary. Like, if you feel like that, then don't be in Mm their life because you had all that ample time and now you say, oh, I wanna be in a. So, yeah, I'm going through that, trying to get the paperwork. I, I want it to be as easy as possible. Like I said, I ran into you yesterday when you was like, you know, divorce really shows you a person, a true colors. And when I saw I went through the ringer, like coming to my job, oh, I'm gonna make you lose your apartment, like where you fucking with somebody else, you know, had that nigga take care of the kids and ooh, (laughs) y'all it's a lot. So when y'all get back on, Mm -hmm. I have you know more, but (laughs) yeah,
4: pretty much.
12: Yeah, <laughs> but okay. my name is Tay, though, which is okay. the Mary name is my last name, so. Okay. But I go by Tay, Lataya, that is actually, but Tay for short.
0: Okay, we keep jumping around here, so thank you for joining. Um, Tayla, did I call on you?
1: No, I'm here. I've been following your content for a while, but this is the first time I've ever been um, join the podcast and thank you I, I really enjoyed the content um i have been married for it be eight years this month and uh we've been together 12 years we have three kids
0: um that's it okay man i think i called on tia but if i haven't because the squares keep jumping around So the field, that's that's a that's a day one you know what i'm saying little sister of the group uh trouble uh late <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and let you uh say your piece. You feel me?
17: Uh, maker. Um, my wife is at work. I told you. I told you. I took her to work. She oh, yeah, wanted to. Be here.
0: Yeah.
17: She wanted to be here, but mm-hmm. as I said, this is a learning experience for me. Um, what you learn? Huh? What you learn? Learning so far, you gotta basically compromise. You
15: mm-hmm. gotta
17: basically do certain things. Where I've learned from you personally, Stanley, where you basically said um, you got to basically, if you're not from the last podcast of Money Wise, there's certain things you got to step up to as a man and do, although she's the breadwinner, you still got to make it comfortable for her. She doesn't know how to come home and do certain things and learning to know that it's not all about me no more. It's about us, as you basically said, and Rob said before he came off Um Like I'm learning and I'm seeing things that even just a couple, that's what a little couple of minutes I was in the conversation. I just learned that you have to basically know who your partner is. And I just learned this a year back. Whereas my wife, she is the, I would say aggressive, but she never had that one person to be there for her. So strong. And like me being there is like, wait, why are you coming off so strong? But I'm now realizing there's things about your partner. You have to learn how to cope with them, how you have to basically go about your day with them. Because when they're, as as somebody said just now too, is they're looking at you to be that person to be, to lean on if anything goes left on their side. And if you don't have that power to be there for them, then they're going to start looking. Then they're going to start want to find somebody to basically give them that attention that they're craving. And you know how to step in and basically push everything to the side and be like, okay, I'm there for you. I'm going to be this for you. And don't let everything irk your nerves because I'm not going to lie to you. Foot rubs. I've been doing it for some other little kids. It's like with my grandmoms. So my wife come home now. Oh, can I get a foot rub? I'm looking at her like, "Why you want a foot rub?" But, listen, be, do it. but,
8: but up.
17: You, listen to you and, and other folks in in the, in the in the conversation is, you have to basically be compromising for your for your significant other because if you don't do it, she's gonna go looking, and once she go looking, your relationship is out the door. Oh yes, that's us clarify for everybody. Only been married. Two years, but on the books, it had been one. Because we had, I did it in the Caribbean, Trinidad. We came up, they said we use other countries, too short, It can't be clarified, so we had to do it. But I go by two years. This is when I basically made my oath. But I'm just learning. We've been together almost 2012 to now, almost 10 years. But we've been married only two. For me, it's a learning. I'm always going to be here, Stanley, because I like your content. For the first day I met you on TikTok, I'm always going to be here because I like the conversations and I like to hear from men and women what are the complications they're dealing with in their marriage. And it's helping me. As Stanley said, I don't need to go to counseling. I could sit here and have discussions and be like, oh, that's really true. That's how women feel. Oh, I'm in Oh, I'm not the only one. Yep. I'm not the only one sitting in here. and Be like, oh, why is she acting like this? Then I come in here, I hear Rob say something last week. I'm like, oh, that's something I'm dealing with. I hear you say something. Sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm not the only one. Then just last night I was having this conversation with my wife about it. Because i was thinking get-
0: right now, I'm, tr- I'm trying to change my way of thinking on um, physical abuse. Again, I think we're saying the same thing. It just, for me, is situational. So when I think of different situations, I feel like I owe something to that. So I'm Mm -hmm. not engraved in stone as to what I will take from a woman when it comes to that. But if you just get up in a rut and slap me, okay. But even after hearing everybody speak, I'm like, hmm, should I change that? You know what I mean?
17: You'll not get
0: I pre- but I appreciate the support, you feel me? But I'm finna get a, get a mosey around. I don't want you to take all the time at the Oscars. I feel you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't wanna have to, you know what I'm saying? Uh, long, what yeah, man. Ted Coffee, brother, what's going on? That's
3: Mr. Price, by the way. Oh, you
0: it, it, look different from when you look looking straight at him. I'm used to the side profile. Okay.
15: What's good? Yeah, I'm um uh, Mr. Price Bradley, T- Ted Coffee Brother on all platforms. No good. Uh, <clears throat> um not the first time I've been here, but um I have missed a few. I kind of really hate I missed the last one because um that's actually been my situation since for sure since the pandemic hit. You know what I mean? Uh, Chantel has been making, uh, or been a bit breadwinner. You know what I mean? And uh, I really hate I missed that one and put my, you know, two cents in on that. If I can now, I just say, you know, on, on, on that topic, you know, I just, I never really feel like it's an issue or a problem as long as me personally, I'm doing something. You know, it'll be different if I'm, you know, just sitting around and, you know, like she's handling everything, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, being, I'll just say the primary house caregiver, you know what I mean, for the past uh, year or two, Um, you know, it's given me a lot of different perspective on a lot of different things, especially stay at home moms and it's oh, crazy right. like you know it
8: did
15: um, yes, it does. It's, it's a whole world and like you know when i see i see a lot of guys or a lot of husbands will speak illly on that you know what i mean and like you know
17: they have it I'm hard? almost
15: in like you know you're not doing enough you you're not doing enough around here like you know i may come home I, or they feel like i should come home and and everything is fucking taken care of, and you know, being home, I have uh, two children with Chantel and and you know, two previous children, and just being in the house with kids all day and being able to get anything accomplished, like anything, it, it's it deserves a round of applause and and just mm-hmm. you know, big facts. more no credit is it,
17: no it is no you know what I
15: mean. So, you know what I I mean? mean. I, I do really appreciate, you know, my wife for being that for me. You know what I mean? Like she never, she's never like you know, down me or anything like that. Just motivational and you know, lift lift me up. But like you know, I'm just let me know like you know, I got you no matter what. You know what I mean? And it's, it's very appreciative. All right, I think it,
0: you're trying you to know? add a little bit more sauce on there because you're trying to get lucky tonight. I see what you're trying to do. I, I, <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. I see what you' are trying to do. You' trying to throw that sauce on there. I. Right. I see exactly. You' you're trying to warm this light up. I. Right. <laughs> but I appreciate you, and you know what I'm saying. Thanks for allowing. Uh, I'll pro- allow.ing Probably might not be the right term, but Kelly's been here for a while. You feel me? So I appreciate her presence, and I know y'all want. I say the best for last, because for anybody on earth that can sit here. And talk to Millie in a way to call a spade a spade needs to go late. Q Kennebrew, can you introduce yourself? I need to see you. I wish I could see you. There it is. Can you introduce yourself? Can you introduce yourself?
13: <laughs> I am Q Kennebrew and no, it's not my full name, but I've worked in oh, corporate yeah. America enough that you... <laughs> I was invited here by Jay. I am a divorcee. I am now a single mother and I i don't know if I ever want to be married again. I do enjoy partnership, but just the whole process of the fact that it took me four years to be divorced and we had no assets and no children, it, it, it was only indicative on why I decided to be divorced because it was more about control than it was about anything else so yes so this day was my first day that i have come in but i have a lot of life that i've lived i'm only 37 i just had a baby um two years ago so i come from life from I've a different a whole here. different perspective look here man what you ain't gonna do is have that be part of my story every time you know <laughs> yes like, it is we don't need to I've know people don't need to know yeah. that like <laughs> I deliver him
0: uh, The only thing I can speak on The fact is I, I am also Been through a divorce and I can say that it's been Expensive but other than that I can't say nothing else because I don't want I don't want to go back down to a home So, so I don't, and I, I'm not trying to be told to take my Podcast down either no That's all I got for you <laughs> But I appreciate you coming out Thank you, everybody. Uh, again, let me go ahead and give you the date. Even though y'all should know it by now, it's a rolling date. Hold on. If my calendar come up, I want to sound semi-professional.
3: Fourteen days from today.
0: Yep, but I'm trying to actually say the actual April
5: sixteenth at twelve p.m. Eastern April 16th Time. April sixteenth
0: at twelve p.m. Eastern Standard Time the topic is going to be
3: 11am for the Houston
0: folks. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Do you, uh, (laughs) do you lose yourself or give up some of yourself when you get married? That's going to be the next topic. And I'm also, I want to give a shout out to TikTok because for once I've been able to go through an entire podcast session without getting banned. Now she made sure she said, Anyway, I'm going to say it again, especially for the people on TikTok Live. If you enjoyed what you heard, please try to get on because, again, sometimes I might have to turn this off. Also, if you enjoy what you heard, there's a link tree in my bio. Be sure to click on that. There's a link to my podcast, and there's also a link to donate to my podcast. If you can, please. If you don't, it'll still thrive without the donation, but it'll be much appreciated. But thank you all for coming out. Appreciate it. I hope everybody learned something. I know I did. And I continue to learn every time we get on here. Uh, Millie, I'll try to send you this. To see, or no, I, I've uploaded it before, haven't I? Yeah, I, I will upload it and get it uploaded and whatnot. And I know it's going to take a minute when these files are that big because I think I uploaded it twice and had to delete one last time. So I'm going to upload it. Also... Because she's been riding with me, Millie has a marriage group. If she wants to, you know what I'm saying, indulge on that so they know how to get to it and whatnot. Oh, Oh, she just hit you with the link. She always got her shit together. You feel me? But there it is. I'll give everybody a chance to hit that, grab that link if you want to join the marriage group. She also has her own business. She can make you whatever you need. You know what I'm saying? That's, that is a plethora of resources and everything right there. You feel me? I uh, appreciate her a lot. And she wasn't lying. She know my wife in real life. That ain't no joke. Um, that's why I always make sure I got to watch what I say. I don't want a problem. <laughs> don't but do
8: me like that. It
0: is what it is. But see, I know Rod, too, in real life. That's the big home both metaphorically and literally. I fucks with you, That's but I don't fuck Mars, with you. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate everybody. Until next time, I thank y'all. I can stop recording now.